What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. I am your host, as always, Jason Zollers, and today I have a very special guest, one that I've been waiting for about a year and a half uh, to get on the podcast. We have gotten foiled by COVID, uh, by work, by uh, just life in general. Every time we seem to get close to doing a podcast, something comes up. But we finally got together, and I'm so excited. Uh, Her name is Christina. She is the first female on the podcast. I promised her that she was going to be the first. Uh, You might know her on Instagram, at BSXNova. She's all over uh, Instagram with uh, her Nova and her Oldsmobile and the other builds that she's doing as well. If you are a car guy or girl who has a muscle car, I'm sure you've probably seen it on there. Uh, She is big on Instagram. Uh, not something that she really sought out to do and not something that she really uh, lives her life by either. It's just something that's fun and then something that uh, she happens to be really, really good at. Uh, we got into that during the podcast. We got into all of her builds uh, during the podcast as well. We had a really great time. I hope it comes out that she's a real gearhead, uh, not just a, a girl who uh, is looking for likes on uh, on a social media site. And we talked about that as well. But she is true, uh, true gearhead through and through. Uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Her garage is absolutely awesome. She built it, uh, customized it herself so that she can work on her cars and uh, get everything prepped for uh, drag racing because she does like that as well. But I had a great time with her. You can find her on Instagram at BSXNova or you can find it on the uh, website, www.radridespodcast.com. I have a full write-up and a bunch of pictures on there as well. If you're li- listening on Apple or Spotify or something like that, give us a like, uh, give me some stars, give me some feedback. Uh, that's how this gets better. Uh, that's how I get better. That's how this gets pushed to the top. So uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Christina, thank you so much for having me out. And without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, Miss Christina. <laughs> That's what happened. Well, I didn't know if you wanted this part of the. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. all good. No, no, we're we're recording, so. Okay. It's all. Wait, sorry. Wanna, we can she, start she over. Went, no, I did. I started over. We were going through the car before we were we were recording, so it's all good. This is perfect. This is perfect. I didn't know if you did introductions or anything like that. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I let everybody introduce themselves because I'm a like I, I think you know like I don't ask a lot of questions beforehand because I want it to be very organic conversation and yeah, actually like absolutely. learn something while I'm here. So mm-hmm. I don't like to do intros. I mean, obviously, I know who you are yeah you know what I mean I'm just show up but uh yeah we're in um I guess around the Philly area uh here with Christina um and an awesome garage in here with thank you multiple awesome vehicles and a lot of (laughs) cool parts and um I'll let you introduce yourself on this and then we'll get we had a really good conversation about the garage and what happens when you get one so go ahead (laughs) okay uh so my name is Christina and I only have one social media platform which is Instagram, so a lot of people know me as BSX Nova. Yep. Um, I have a 1971 Chevy Nova SS. I've uh, probably had it for about seven or eight years now, roundabout. Um, so everyone kind of knows me for that car, but about a couple years ago, I picked up a 1986 Oldsmobile Cutlass, um, which is my current project. So the Nova's a cruiser right now. I do have things I want to do with that, but mm-hmm. um, try to keep hands off yes. so I can just cruise it around while I'm working on the Cutlass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started off with a one and a half car garage and about two years ago, right before COVID hit, I yes. got lucky. Um, I had a big three and a half car garage, or I'm sorry, three car garage built. Yes, um, so with lifts and everything, yeah, which is great. It started off just the building. Um, it's 24 by 32, everyone asks. And then it's 16 feet to the top peak, Wow. 12 feet to the eave. 
Um, so I have a big 10 foot door in the middle that I said, you know, I don't ever <laughs> want to be limited to like what I can put in here. Uh, I think my only regret is that I probably should have done the big door on the right side and a good double door for the yes. other portion because I cannot back my trailer in here <laughs> to do anything like that. And that's probably like my only regret. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, when I had this built, I said I needed to be tall enough to have a lift in here. Yes. So I didn't get the lift until last summer, which, you know, everyone knows you got to take things one at a time. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't do it's... it all at once unless you're uber rich. Oh, yeah. Like no, no, no. <laughs> many other people that listen to this, including myself, are not. <laughs> yeah. And that's what everyone always looks at me like. I'm crazy. And it's just, um, I just had to be smart financially. I had yes. to go about it in steps and make sure I had a long-term plan because you cannot get all this done no. in one moment. And, and everyone knows, you know, when I first had this built, they, I've had a lot of people say to me, you're going to be building it for the next 50 years, right? Because <laughs> there's all these things you want to do once you have the structure up, and then it just takes time, and then life, of course, happens yes, as well. Of course, yes. So you want to build shelves, and you want a loft, and you want lifts, and it just gets nuts. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, luckily, you don't have, like, I live in a neighborhood where you have an HOA, and they won't allow me to build anything like this behind my house, or else I would have built something like this behind yeah. my house as well. But luckily, I'm sure you don't around here. And I'm sure they were just like, yeah, build whatever you want. You yeah. Know? So I actually, like, when I was house hunting, I said I need to find a house that either has a decent garage already mm -hmm. or has land for me to build something. Because I already had done my research and mm -hmm. I knew I'd been renting since I was 18. So I knew when I purchased something, I wanted to be able to have the space I needed to do what I wanted to do. Sure. To have fun and, you know, of course, have friends over and stuff like that, yes. too. Um, so I which looked, is I looked we, into everything before I came here. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, judging by all the cars and parts and things, you have a lot of friends that have a lot of really cool stuff. Because yeah. we talked about before we got on air, once you build a garage, people just show up and they want to keep their stuff in said garage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also the type of person where I love to share everything I have. So, um, you know, I built this garage and, you know, hey, you want to come over and work on something? Or you want to bring it here? You want to keep it here? And... I learned very quickly I should not be offering out stuff, space uh, oh, to yeah. people. So uh, it's like Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, and of course I don't mind sharing the space, but it comes right. with limitations. At the end of the day, you're cleaning up, you're moving around everyone's stuff. So oh yeah, um, yeah, especially if you have a party or something like that, you got to clean up everything the next day. Then yeah, you got to lug all the beer cans to the end of the street, and you know you got to look like the big degenerate in front of all your neighbors. So <laughs> yeah, and I mean we've had uh, you know we've had some neighbors give us some funny looks. You know, oh, really? I, I have all this stuff back here. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but you have nice stuff. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't expecting a, a Supra when I walked in, and there's one here. Yep. And then y'all have a truck that you're working on, mm -hmm. which you were telling me you're taking the motor out of this. And uh, spoiler alert, going into the Cutlass over yeah. there, which we'll talk about. Um, and then, uh, obviously, we have your Nova. Mm -hmm. And then out here, you have the Trailblazer SS, which so underrated. Absolutely. Such an underrated car. Yeah. So my father-in-law had, he didn't have an SS, but he had a Trailblazer. He beat that thing until it said uncle. I mean, it was rusted. There wasn't a, a straight panel on that car, man. But man, they're so reliable. And the SS especially, I mean, what's in that? What, what's under the hood on that one right there? So stock, they come with an LS2 that actually has an LQ9 in it. Mm -hmm. um, I did buy it that way. So I, I don't want to say really haven't done anything to the Trailblazer. I've had that for about... I think three years now, time's mm -hmm. just kind of escaping me sure. with, with uh, the time stamps, but it's my daily driver. I bought it because I said, 
I wanted something that I could tow with, but nothing too big because, you know, I, I do work in a city, mm -hmm. so yeah. I was going to have to parallel park it. <laughs> sure. Um, I was going to have to be in areas where it's tight, you mm -hmm. know, so I just knew I've never had a big truck before, mm -hmm. and I didn't want that responsibility. So um, I bought it out of Mooresville, North Carolina, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I wanted... I had two requirements, rear-wheel drive and black. Yes. Well, so <laughs> um, I searched all over. And, and because we're up here with the snow and everything mm -hmm. like that in the New Jersey, PA, New York area, everything here was all-wheel drive. Oh, yeah. So I said, I'm going to make the trip down there because this is something I want. And I had looked for months, I think, at that point. So it had the freshly built motor when I bought it. Um, nice. I guess... I don't, I don't really know the story to what right. happened with the original LS2. Someone beat on it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But um, <laughs> Either that or you just didn't put oil in it. So, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, that's what I got it, and everyone talked about doing the uh, pickup tube yes. and making sure, and I'm like, I don't even have that motor in it anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say which Anna mine did, but she ran around in a car for, I'm, this is no joke, three or four years without changing the oil. And then finally took it in because it was running rough, and they they opened it up, and not a drip of oil came out of there, and it trashed the motor and everything like oh, that. No. So uh, yeah. there's people out there that don't know you have to change motor oil. Yeah. You know what well. I mean? Or, yeah, they didn't put enough oil in that, and it burned it off and I was gonna, seized well, it all up. You know. I didn't know if you knew the trailblazers yeah. are notorious for that. And yes. So they always talk about the relocation. Most of uh, those, I I've been looking a lot at the Mercedes, like the AMG motors. They burn through oil like crazy, and they seize up motors like crazy. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, also the uh, Shelby, the new, uh, the GT350. Okay. I mean, it's a full, it's a flat, flat uh, plane crank, and, like, these guys, they don't keep enough oil on it, and it seizes the motor up like nothing. Oh so, I mean, that's the problem with owning high-horsepower cars is you have high-horsepower problems. Yeah, And absolutely. exotic motor problems, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's fun. That's what keeps you on your toes, right? Yeah. So, and then you have the Cutlass outside, which... I'm not gonna lie, if I were just to drive past your house and I saw all those big meats sitting on the back of that, that tore up Cutlass, I'd be like, that's, I bet that thing is fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it looks fast. It does look fast, um, yes. Yes. It's not fast right now, because yeah, there's nothing in it. not have a but... <laughs> motor in it, that's right. It's okay, it's gonna be fast, though, yeah, at some that's point. that's the goal. Yes, yep. is to so. go fast. Yeah, and G-Bodies, I was actually talking to uh, one of the G-Body guys on the way over here today, and I'm like, I have such an affinity for those cars, and. I had an 86 Monte Carlo SS and I drag nice. raced it and I loved it and I, I got rid of it and I was like, man, I'll probably never have another one of those. And now I look at the Oldsmobiles and I'm like, man, I'd like to have one of those. Those are still pretty cool. Yeah. You know? It's funny because uh, I was first looking for Regal mm -hmm. and I ended up seeing the Cutlass and I was like, oh, they're kind of ugly. Yes. And, uh, but I had seen some pictures going around the internet of like drag cutlasses they're like, so tough on the ground uh -huh. big tire nice paint job cow hood and i'm like all right <laughs> i gotta get one of those they're, so, they're tough looking yeah it's like some grandma car that's just gonna eat your face off Absolutely. you know yeah it's so good <laughs> well what got you in what got kind of got you into cars and everything like that you know Obviously, you're the first female on the podcast, which is oh, great. Yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to teach my daughter. My daughter loves cars. You know, uh, we went to go, I told you, look at that 350Z Nismo. And I mean, right out of the out of the parking lot on the test drive, she's like, punch it, punch it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's like, you're going to be a problem when, when, uh, when, when you grow up. So. I mean, you could have the opposite. She could 
hate cars. She could. That's exactly so, right. I like that she likes them, and I'm going to yeah. teach her. And uh, I teach her in the garage what everything is. We, oh, that's good. She used the sawzall for the first day at eight years old. So I. Wow. I hope good Jen's for her. not listening. So, but yeah, I, I let <laughs> yeah, her use it the you. other day. I was like, hey, you, you're good enough to use. I put her some big gloves on her and everything. I was like, you're, you, you can cut this. She's oh. like, all right. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised she wasn't scared to try to use it. No, I don't. Those can be intimidating. She's not scared of a lot of things. Good. I was like, pull the trigger, and she. Uh, I was holding it. Pull the trigger, and she pulled the trigger. She's like, oh, that's kind of cool. I was like, yeah, that's gonna be cool, huh? So yeah, yeah. But anyway, so how did how did you get into it? Um, I mean, I don't know when I quite got into it. Mm -hmm. I grew up with two older brothers and, who were very much into cars. Um, my dad wasn't one of those hot rod guys. Like, I didn't grow up around Chevelles or anything crazy mm -hmm. like that. I always wish that I did. But, <laughs> I mean, my dad appreciated cars. Um, I don't want to, like, talk too much off the wrong path. But, no, you're good. Yeah. Um, I'm a talker, so you're going to have to stop me That's a little fine. Bit. No, no, no. That's <laughs> but, uh, just be as long as you want. <laughs> my, my dad is actually originally from Greece. So, oh, wow. Yeah, he came over when he was in his late 20s, and he got married to my mom, who's from the Jersey area. Mm -hmm. And um, so they didn't have a lot of money. And the biggest thing, you know, I guess for my, my oldest brother growing up was that my dad was always buying old used cars and he was always fixing them. Oh, nice. You know, he, because he, he would have to buy something that needed a lot of work. Sure. So my brothers were used to that. And then I was getting used to that. And then it kind of got to a point where, you know, we were a little bit more uh, financially set that uh -huh. we didn't have to buy the clunkers anymore. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> It was so funny because I remember being a kid and we got, it was like a Taurus, like a Ford Taurus. Or oh, something. yeah. yeah. Um, and something I'm, with no heart in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being like, Mom, like, what's the car's name? And she's like, what do you mean what's the car's name? And like, we always used to call this other car Jezebel. Okay. Well, nice. my mom called it Je Jezebel because my dad would come home from work and immediately go out into the garage to start fixing it. Oh, nice. So it, it was, was like the yeah. woman that was stealing her husband away from her. <laughs> so as a little kid, though, I thought that my mom was just naming cars and right. that was like a normal thing for me. Uh, which yeah. Sure. I still do to this day, but I mean. I think most of us do. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so funny that it's like a car person trait because it is. I didn't realize as a little kid that that's what we were doing and that it was kind of like bringing me into that world. And I've heard a couple of prominent <laughs> car people like you never name a car. Like, naming a car stupid i'm like oh god dude what i was I like mean, you have to be the you're the outlier right yeah. i mean because everyone i know names their car absolutely and i started thinking to myself i'm like man is that stupid for me to name a car i'm like no it's not no even I'm if i have like a dumb name like yeah the colors i just call cuddy yeah but like right you know, it's it's a name. Now it's you know. Still a name. You're not gonna be like, oh, my Cutlass Supreme out yeah. there is uh, running nines. You know, so. <laughs> I mean, I think eventually, throughout the next couple months, year, it could get like a more solid name. But sure, at sure. the moment, you know. It fits that car. I mean, it yeah. totally does. Yes. But uh, yeah, that's a fitting name for that car. I mean, I'm such like a girl, like. Every Little things are cute. I name everything. Right. So, like, even if I just am, like, the Cuddy, like, yep. I name this plastic skeleton Skelly, like, yep. it's just... It's something. You I'm know a, what I mean? I'm like that. So, but, yeah, so anyway, and I it's mean... It's okay. You don't have to be tomboy 24-7, right? That's no, what I no. tell Leah. I'm like, it's okay to, to dress up in a dress, but it's also okay to go really fast in a car. Like, and that's, that's the one cool. thing, you know, not to get off track from the original sure. question, but that's kind of something, like, I always say, like, I don't... It's not that I'm trying to be a tomboy and a girly girl. It's just I enjoy all these different yeah. things, and it just so happens to be this is what society sees as a, a guy's thing, and this is what society sees as a girl's thing. Right. And I like that I can, you know, when I have kids, I can break that for my daughter mm -hmm. or my son to even just see that, like, you don't need to be a guy to be into this. You don't need to be a right. girl to be into this. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I argue with uh, guys about that, like, 
you're in the garage, you gotta be tough. I don't have to be tough. Like, this is my garage. Yeah, this is my garage. I if I wanna I want. tell you to stop making fun of somebody, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, because... exactly. If I wanna paint yeah. it pink and have like cool stuff in here, I can do that. If I don't want to, I can do that too. Absolutely. Mine, you know? Yeah. Or even like the whole, everyone thinks that because you're a girl in a car, everything's gonna be pink or purple. Right. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't way either. have to be that way. That's so. right. Well, I had, I was fortunate enough to grow up with uh, Erica Enders. So she is yeah. know, obviously one of the fastest, you know, pro stock drivers out right now. I mean, she's been on a tear the past few years. Yeah. But she drag race growing up when we were in elementary school. So I grew up kind of knowing somebody that already did that. So if, to me, it wasn't that foreign. Yeah. But I guess if you never grew up around that and you're like, you know, just some guy, you know, that goes to car shows and see nothing but dudes and you're like, oh, there's a chick here. Like, oh, what? You know, like, yeah. what are you doing? You know, so I I'm think, sure, which I'm sure you get a lot of. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Because mm -hmm. even though, you know, I grew up with two older brothers who were in the cars and, you know, my dad was always fixing cars and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, I don't think I really truly got into into it until I was an adult and mm -hmm. I could go out and buy my own stuff and I could do my own thing. Sure. So yeah. I didn't buy my Nova until I was 22. Okay. So nice. what, what made you choose the Nova? I was always into American muscle. All right. Always into classic cars. I don't know. I can't tell you why nobody had <laughs> one that really was like, Oh, my dad's or my uncle's. It was just, I've always been drawn to classic cars. Okay. Nice. Um, so my oldest brother, we spoke earlier, but, he had a 1998 Camaro Z28. Yes, that's right. So yeah. I watched him, you know, build that. And, and that was cool to me, absolutely. Mm -hmm. The high horsepower, taking it to the track, running the quarter mile. But I just knew when I wanted something, I needed it to be classic. Yeah, sure. I, I couldn't have it be new. Sure. So I have a huge love for Chevelle's. Okay. Um, it wasn't that I didn't like Nova's, but I was like, I want a 70 Chevelle. Mm-hmm. And I went to look at one, and it just kind of so happened that I bought this Nova instead. <laughs> uh, th so growing up, I was in the same situation. My dad really wasn't into cars or anything yeah. like that. I had a couple uncles that were. You know, I had one who was really into Corvettes, and he owned he owned a couple. But I grew up, you know, building models, right? Because that's what they would give me for like Christmas yeah. and birthdays. They'd give you models. Well, I, the first one I built was a '70 Chevelle. Nice. And I was like. I mean, I got to have one of these when I grow up. So that was my first muscle car. And I was like you. I'm like, Nova? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, similar to you, I bought a Nova, I don't know, probably five, six years ago and restored okay. it. And I mean, I, I think that's kind of how I found you on Instagram is because you had a cool Nova that looked very similar to mine. Nate, the same exact yes. way. We all have Novas that, kind of, that look very similar. Yeah. Right? And I was like, when I got in a Nova versus driving the Chevelle, I'm like, oh, I didn't need it. I didn't know I needed that Nova. And that Nova's this is a fun car to drive. I really think that it happened for a reason. Like, I always say at some point I'm going to get a 70 Chevelle. I mean, I also love 71s. Mm -hmm. I also love 66s. <laughs> so at some point I'm going to have a bunch You're of gonna Chevelles. You're going to have something, yeah. But that's going to be a far time from now because right. I got too much other stuff. <laughs> well, you have a truck and you have this and the yep. Cutlass and yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, you learn, like, you want a whole collection, mm -hmm. and then as soon as you're on the second one, you're like, oh, this is overwhelming. Like, I don't have enough money for this. Yeah, well, you know, my buddy, he, uh, uh, I mean, I guess fortunately inherited. I don't know. It was it was an unfortunate way he got the car. But he has a, a, a 91 Ford F-150, right? Okay. Which, those are pretty old now. I mean, that's an old car. Yeah. You know? And so we, I've been helping him out, like, work on it and stuff like that. And, like, the other day, we, we went to go start it for the first time, and he had... The battery unhooked the entire winter and it just it was dead it wouldn't start and i said man i said old car old car problems i was like don't ever take think that this thing's just gonna run the way it should every single time you get in it that's the element of danger of owning it and that's yeah that's, that's why true. i like it <laughs> i mean yeah 
I don't know. know. To me, older cars are very uh, like attractive to me because of the styling mm -hmm. and just kind of like the feeling and the character. I feel like you get out of a classic car versus something brand new. Yeah. Um, I think I got this Nova for a reason. At the time, the Chevelle was in primer. It needed a little bit of work to get back on the road. This mm -hmm. car was shiny, running, driving, and I took this car for a test drive and I just fell in love with yeah, it. Yeah, I love it, yeah. And I feel like that is kind of like this car, I just truly feel like it was unique mm -hmm. that I had to get it. I'm a big believer in like everything happens for a reason. Sure. I mean, absolutely, you need to make your own decisions and be goal-oriented and hardworking, but I do think that things happen for a reason. I don't think I probably would be here, you know, with what I got going on right now yeah. if I didn't have the Nova. I think it brought me into a community of other Nova people mm -hmm. that really, you know, had something to do with my path to where right. I am now. If that well, and sense. I mean, I can tell, you know, between you and your boyfriend and all the stuff in here, you, you guys aren't irrational people. And just like on a whim, I'm going to go buy this Nova. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you had to really think through it and like, okay, yeah. I really do want that, you know? And yeah. I'm like you, sometimes, you you know, my, my F100, when I, I went to go look at a Chevelle 66 oh, and that, gosh. that, <laughs> F100 was sitting right next to it, and I'm like, there's some reason, like, I have to have that truck. And I, I ended up buying that truck over that Chevelle, and, you know, it ends up being, you know, my wife's favorite, <laughs> favorite car out of the whole entire thing, you know? And, I mean, I bought it 10 years ago before I ever met her. But, you know, there's a reason, like, there's some cars that just pull you in, and you're I just like, so, that's, yeah. that's what I want. I, you know, you, I came to see this, but that is... That's it right yeah, there. Yeah, you know? no, I agree with that. So what have you done to, to the Nova so far since you, you've gotten it? Um... A little bit and a lot, I guess, at the same time. <laughs> so when I bought the car, I guess I kind of just had bought it with the impression that I was going to be driving it, mm -hmm. um, not realizing quite at that time that I wanted to get into drag racing and things like that. Sure. Um, I had, of course, been around it, but I just didn't quite see myself in it because I was still, I mean, this Nova to me is like the beginning of, I don't want to say beginning of my car interest because, of course, I was into it long mm -hmm. before then, but this car was really what got me into getting my hands dirty working on cars, figuring it out by myself, you know, kind of going into all that. Sure. So people think I've been working on cars since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. I've really only been working on cars since I was, you know, 21, 22 with yeah. this car. So it's, so I bought it. It was, I was told it was a true SS car. Okay. It was numbers matching, original, everything except for the motor. Okay. So it had a stock 350 in it, nothing crazy. Hey, 350 in these light Novas is a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's awesome. <laughs> but it was literally like whoever had, wherever the motor had come from, it was mm -hmm. literally like a stock build. Okay, yeah. So um, within like a couple months, I put this motor in it. Nice. Um, I mean, at the time, I didn't put this motor in it. I had people with this motor in it. But <laughs> um, so this is a high compression motor, um, big cam. So you see there's a vacuum canister in there, mm -hmm. an electric pump. It draws a lot of vacuum. Yes. Um, the first test drive with this car, it lost brakes because oh. it, did, it did not yet have the vacuum canister uh -huh. and everything. Um, so we didn't really realize that that was gonna happen. Sure. Um, so the motor's in there. It is an original four-speed Muncie car, but I did the three, the 350 swap, mm. I guess two or three, two years ago maybe. Okay. Um, so Just for drivability or? Um, I was ready to go to the track. Okay. Oh, and, okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way the, the motor was built, it's just not geared right for that trans. Yes. So it I, wasn't that I was afraid to do burnouts with a stick. It wasn't that I couldn't drive stick. Mm -hmm. um, I daily drove a stick car for 10 years. Yeah. So it was nothing like that, but it just, 
for drag racing aspect was like, well, I'm going to drag race this car, so yeah. I want the auto in it. So I I'm into the same problem you're in right now. Mm -hmm. is, so I have a four-speed Saginaw, okay. which is not geared. I have the same thing, high compression motor, big cam. Yep. I mean, just everything on it. And then I got this transmission that's just not geared correctly, right? First, second, third, it, I mean, it's a bat out of hell. You get to fourth, it falls on its face, and it doesn't know what to do. Yeah, you know, so I feel you. <laughs> I'm like, man, do I keep it a four-speed? Because the four-speed, not a lot of people have them anymore, you know? But I'm like, the drivability of, of a 350 automatic is nice because I have one in my Chevelle. And yeah. I'm like, so torn. I'm like, but I do like the two different aspects of uh, the driving experience, right? The Chevelle's very laid back. You know, you're cruising. This yeah. one's just like all hell breaks loose when you just get on it, you know? <laughs> I'm going to probably say for the first time since I've done it, I, I do miss the four speed. Okay, all right. Um, I think especially because I bought the Cutlass and I'm like, that's, you know. The drag car. That's a drag car mm -hmm. because this is a bench seat car for people who mm -hmm. don't know. Stock interior. Um, I put the biggest tire I could under the back. I don't want to mini tub it. I don't mm -hmm. want to cut it up. I don't want to cage it. I don't want Kirkies in it. I don't even want buckets <laughs> in it. So I'm like, I want to go fast. Yeah. I'm not going to go fast with this car because I refuse to do to this car cut what it, it needs yeah. for safety. It's too clean. It's too nice. Yeah. yeah. So that's when I bought the Cutlass. And now I look back on it and I'm like, I probably should have just left this thing alone. Well, but... here's the good part is you can put another <laughs> transmission in it, so... Yeah, I also did keep... I don't know where it is in this garage right now, but I did keep the Muncie. Oh, I kept so you have it. literally so... everything that yes. I said one day, I'm yeah. gonna, if I go backwards, I have everything. That's perfect. So, See, you can put it back. See, then you have your two experiences that you really like. You well, know? now I'm crazy, and I'm talking about pulling the motor out of it and doing something completely different. Nice. What? I don't know yet. <laughs> Um, Isn't it always the way? Because I do the same thing too. I'm like, this motor's too much for this car. I'm like, I, you know, I could put a big block in here with a nice mild cam and it wouldn't be as rowdy, but it would go just as fast. Yeah. You know? I feel like this car is all, it's like all bark and no bite. I got you. So you hear it, it sounds amazing. You see it cruising down the street, your head turns to it. Uh -huh. But if you pull up next to me at a stoplight, you smoke my ass. So <laughs> it's, uh, this motor is just not, I didn't build the motor. I right. bought it off somebody and right. it's been in the car too long for my, in my own personal opinion. Okay. Like, All right. Well, what it, would you want to swap in here? Um, I think I'd either like to build maybe like a stroker motor Okay. or I mean, I know everyone is going to roll their eyes at me because <laughs> it's so cookie cutter, but we'll see how this LS swap goes in the Cutlass. Hey. I might try to LS swap the Nova. Hey, next. look, man, reliability so. and everything that goes along with having an LS. I have a truck that has an LS swap in it. It turns on every time. It cruises nice. It's got AC. Yeah. It's got everything. I don't have wiring issues. I don't have anything. You get in it, you start it up, you drive down the road, yeah. you come home, you know it's going to do it every time, you it, know? I mean, that's true. The one thing There's I will say. something to be say, say about that. <laughs> no, I 100% I agree with you. Um, the one thing I will, you know, fight for the Nova on uh -huh. is uh, I did Holly EFI. Yes. So it does every time. Turnkey fires right up. Yours is very no similar to mine. Problems. Yep, like, it is nice, right? I have it, it on mine amazing. too. It is amazing. Yeah. It's so anybody who's looking job. at the sniper, I mean, it's only I think rated for like 500 horse, but mm -hmm. I had a, I had good, you know, I have good things to say about yes, it. I know not everyone friends. does. I've had one or two bumps. Um, the O2 sensor just went bad. Called Holly. Oh really? Got it fixed. Yeah, replaced it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I. 
haven't but, had the. I, I hear people have nightmares with it, but I've had a good experience. Yeah, so. I mean, I had the predecessor. <laughs> I have the Terminator on there. So the, I, I bought okay. the Terminator, and the sniper came out literally like a year and a half later. Oh, and I'm man. like, oh. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but uh, I love it. I mean, it's the same thing, right? You get in it, it starts up every time. Yeah. No problem. You drive it. No problem, especially if you tune it correctly. Like yeah. if you tune it right in, I mean, you can run it with the stock, you know, the stock yep. setup, and it runs just fine. Oh yeah. But if you tune it right in, man, that thing it, it'll it run. It up. It'll run, man. Yeah. I love it. I mean, they EFI. I mean, I've been a carburetor guy for a long time, and I still have carburetors on a couple of my cars. But there is nothing like that EFI. Just knowing every time it's going to start up. Yeah. You know? And it was just also a, such a night and day difference for me. I mean, the first ride with EFI was like you press the gas pedal oh, yeah. and it is right there it's on it you know yeah. when you're driving a carbureted car you hit the gas pedal and there's that little bit of hesitation yeah especially and people like, don't realize that <laughs> yeah especially if there's like a four barrel and you're waiting for the other the other two to yep. kick in you know what I mean you're waiting for that that butterfly to open and you're like come on come on. oh there it is <laughs> I mean I love carbs nothing wrong with them but I just have had such a great experience with the EFI sure. that I mean if somebody is listening to this and they're on the fence about doing EFI mm -hmm. I recommend it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, just <laughs> do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, just do it. So do people, it. do people in this area know you for this car right here? When you cruise this thing around, they're like, oh, that's... If they don't know me, they know the car. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I mean, this area does kind of have... I mean, it used to have a little bit more traffic with classic mm -hmm. cars, but I kind of chose this area for one reason that it kind of is a motorhead area. Okay. So nice. I was like, I'm going to come here and I'm not going to get harassed yeah. by like an HOA or somebody who's like, I don't like cars. Cause yeah. you see, you'll see it. I mean, there's a couple first gen Camaros driving around this neighborhood. I saw there's a slammed uh, one of these or one of your trucks right here. I saw a slammed one on the way in with oh. like 22s on it. And it looked really good. I was like, oh, yeah, we nice. have some regular cab, short, regular cab, short bed trucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have, we have old lifted trucks, like yeah. old Fords, old Dodges. So there's kind of a little bit of everything. And uh, so yeah, I think they, I don't, I, there's a couple other Novas. I think a green one, maybe a silver one, but there's not a black one. So sure, sure. I think this one's for sure known. <laughs> so are you going to have to change your name on Instagram if you get the Cutlass going? Or are you going to stay with the Nova name? Or or how, how did BSX come come about as well? Yeah, that's a good Because me and Nate talked about it. And he, Nate's like, I don't know. So, oh, okay. Um, I mean, so the funny thing was when I started my Instagram, I didn't want anyone to know. Like, I just wanted to be known for the car. Right. right? So mm -hmm. I, like, didn't want anyone to know. I didn't post myself. I didn't you say she, me, right. you know, whatever. I didn't, yep. it was all about the car. So I needed, I was like, I need to have a name that's mm -hmm. very like neutral, you know, no Christina, Nova yeah. or anything, <laughs> you know, any kind of thing about me. Yes. So BSX was like, I just kind of came up with it. It can mean bench seat. It can mean, oh, you nice. know, a bench seat. I like that. Bench okay. X body. X body. Okay. You know, All right. You can, you okay. can make it bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. That's right. <laughs> a lot of people use the X as the placeholder, you know, uh -huh. between two words. So okay. it was kind of just like, it didn't really have like a meaning that came from anywhere specifically. It nice. was just kind of, nice. let me come up with something that can just capture the car. Yeah. So, yeah. You're not the, uh, over the top, uh, car influencer that, uh, some of these people are on there, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that I didn't realize, I didn't honestly think I was going to kind of grow the way I did. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, talk about that. You do have you have a lot of followers. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of people that follow you. I, uh, I mean, I just started the page because I wanted to share the car. Sure. And I didn't, at that time, I didn't realize how, 
you could blow up and become an influencer. Like right. that wasn't really a thing at that moment. Right. Yeah. Is what I'm. It wasn't to say. the reason why you got yeah. into it. So I didn't start the page with the intention of like I'm going to build a car page and I'm going to sure. get a million followers and I'm going to get people to send me stuff. It was never supposed to be yeah. like that. It was just kind of like I wanted to share the car. I was very proud of it. Right. Um. You know, in the beginning it was a lot of just driving pictures, parked pictures. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I had a cam I still have it, but I had a camera at the time, so okay, I would go nice. out and I do photo shoots and things like that awesome. with the car in different spots and like that was just fun for me yes and then it just kind of spiraled not well I don't want to say spiral, but I started meeting people like Nate mm -hmm. and you know a couple of the other uh, Nova guys and it just kind of grew from there and then I started seeing girls on the platform yeah and I want to say uh, like once I kind of saw all these girls drag racing and promoting their cars I was like oh wow like this could actually kind of be something yeah, it could do something for me it. sure you know so and that was at the time where I was getting ready to put the trans in and I wanted to kind of, you know, show people again what I was yeah, doing. That you're, yeah, that you're you're physically working on the car. Yeah, not, yeah. So, yeah. and and I get people people will fight that. Oh, you know, a girl putting in a trans guys do that every single day. You know, <laughs> like, but it, it wasn't kind of to be like I'm gonna show off and this right. is gonna be me. It's never been about being in a bikini or bending right. over a car for me. It's always sure. just kind of been like. Uh, you know, I guess female empowerment. Yeah, that, I don't know what that was, but it sounded good. I was gonna say See? something just went by. <laughs> yeah, something cool just went by. We um, picked up a lot of really cool cars coming by on the podcast, and I, I didn't see what that was, but it sounded really good. <laughs> Maybe they'll come back around. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but nice. um, <laughs> yeah. So I was just kind of like. I'm, me seeing these girls is like that was inspiring to me sure. to see them. Yeah. So I'm like, well. Maybe I should be posting some of the stuff that I'm doing. Sure. Yeah. And then I kind of, you know, I got to meet meet virtually mm -hmm. <laughs> these girls and That's became awesome. friends with them and it was just kind of more motivation motivation, motivation excuse me it, yeah. you know because i would talk to them and be like yeah post this post that right or, oh i love your posts and then well i mean I, I, I like i said i i want my daughter to be able to grow up and be around cars and be able to you know see her way around a car and not you know just be you know, oh, I got a flat tire. I need someone to come help me. You know yeah. what I mean? Or be able to at least like diagnose something. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And like I, I, I think all of us want more of that in the in the space. You know, and I'm I think some of these media big media platforms have caught on to that finally. You know, and they're bringing some women in like that yeah. all girls garage on like Motor Trend. Oh, is that's awesome. A, yeah. I enjoy I enjoy watching them. I, those girls are really knowledgeable. Like they know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a few on there that are really good. I haven't watched it recently, but I remember watching that even kind of like before I got my hands on a car. Mm -hmm. And even, I guess, I don't know, maybe it's just me uh, as a female, or maybe it's mm -hmm. me as a female, but I remember watching that and just being like, wow, like these women must do it every single day. Like they're so right. smart. Like I could never do something like that. <laughs> That's always been my mentality. Sure. And I mean, I, like I mentioned, I grew up with two brothers and a dad who were into cars, but nobody was ever like pushing me to pick up a wrench or right. change the oil. You know, they were very much in that masculine culture still where mm -hmm. they didn't want me to have to pick up anything if I didn't have to. Sure. And it came down to me being like, no, I want to learn. Right. And it also came down to me being in my own space with my own car, figuring out myself, yeah. Yeah. you know? So it kind of, I can see other women doing it, right. but I think seeing the girls or the ladies, the mm -hmm. women of Instagram, right. right? They were kind of my biggest influence because I felt very relatable to them. Sure. Like, this is another girl just like me. She's doing the same thing in her garage. Why can't I do that? Right. And I think, uh, like, like, the way you're approaching it, right? It's authentic, right? And it shows, right? It's not like, hey, you know, I got this, you know, 
watch me put it on my car and then go drive it around. Yeah. It's, it's very authentic from, uh, I mean, I think I remember you said you were putting up this garage, you know, it's like, hey, I'm putting up a freaking garage. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing this for, for just likes, man. I'm doing it because I really enjoy it. And that's, you know, why I started the podcast the same way. And everybody's like, oh, what, what are you going to go try to be, you know, like a millionaire doing this and like Joe Rogan? I'm like, no, I really just enjoy talking to people and like hanging out. And like, I think we lost that over COVID, be able to go to car shows and talk with people and like find out what they did to their car yeah. and how they like it. And then you end up hanging out. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> that was like a bird. Yeah. But, you know, you end up hanging out with them and then your friends, your, your friends for a long time. That's where I met some of my best friends down in, in Texas, you know, yeah. just showed up to a garage or a car show one day and just more people, you know, started hanging out and hanging out. Now you're all, you know, good buddies hanging out and, and doing, you know, doing, uh, doing car stuff. So it's, it's good to see that, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, you can tell when people are being authentic. Like 100 percent that's you know? yeah I, I kind of started catching on to that more now like with the social media yes seeing different profiles and like you say you can see not even just the women but the men who yeah. are oh the men yeah absolutely. yeah you yeah. can see who's posting and they're having a good time they're just trying to you know share with us what they're doing like right. we are uh -huh. and you can see the authenticity there versus right. some of the bigger pages that are just kind of like uh I want all these followers. I, yeah, I want yeah. Or I spon yeah, yeah, I was sponsored by this person. I have to yeah. put this up for this amount of money. You know, I, it's yeah. It's such tell. a fine line. Like it is a fine line. Over the last couple of years, I've I haven't had any like car part companies. Mm -hmm. Not because I don't reach out to people, right? right? Sure. So I've learned that you can reach out to a company and say, hey, I want to work with you. This is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. These are the I can offer marketing at these events. Right. And I've never personally done that just because I have so much going on. Sure. You know in my day to day, but, um, I've had companies reach out to me like, like car clothing companies and right. stuff like that. So mm -hmm. people have probably noticed when I post, like I'm always tagging companies like right. streetcar mafia yeah. and, and uh, cruise culture apparel. It's because they reached out to me and they wanted to send me something and I was happy to post. Yeah, absolutely. I thought they had cool products. I wanted to help them promote. And then it became a relationship as well, right? right? A friendship. So yeah. That's sure. also been very cool. Um, yeah, and if it matches up with what you do from day to day, it's, you know, again, it's authentic, right? Yeah. It's, it would be like if some, like, Italian food restaurant came to me and was like, hey, Jason, we want to do a sponsor on the podcast. I'd be like, I don't even know. I don't even like Italian food, man. <laughs> like, I mean, I do. But, you know, it's, it's yeah. just kind of a weird, weird kind of mix, you know. And we're learning with Jen, you know, my, my wife, she's, you know, training to become pro for bodybuilding. We're oh, learning nice. about, like, a lot of the stuff on the back end, you know what I mean? Cause she's gotten, you know, some, obviously a bunch of people have sent her stuff and you know, Hey, try this. Hey, we want to be signed. I'm like, okay, Jen, A, do you need the money? Is it a good product? Do you believe in the product? I mean, we, mm -hmm. you, you, you got to vet that whole thing before yeah. you're just like, yeah, Hey man, I got this stuff, you know, yeah. cause it could be some, it could be something really jacked up that, you know, you really don't be a part of, That's true. you know? Yeah. So, absolutely. And I mean, I, you know, I can see, she goes through the same kind of, I think, process, thought process that you do, right? She's like, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like the rest of them, right? I just want to be me and like hang out and hang out with my family. And yeah. if something comes, if something pops up and something's cool, I'll do it, you know. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to, yeah. you know, try to be this person. You know? And I don't want anyone listening to be like, wow, she's such a bitch. No, like, <laughs> no, not. I don't. I, think don't, so. I don't think it comes off it. That, like, I have nothing against people who work with companies, who reach out to companies, sure. who want the sponsors. I get it. Drag racing is an expensive oh, yeah. fucking sport. Especially. So, right. Like I get it, but um, I just 
I, I like to go 120% yep. with everything. <laughs> so I feel like if somebody were, if I were to be sponsored by somebody, I just would have to be making sure I do like the best that I can. Sure. And I don't want to fall short of that, I guess. So yeah, speak. yeah, you don't want to over, like over the, promise and under deliver. Yeah, I'm more of just like the lackadaisical, like this is what I do after work. I have a lot sure. of fun with it, and I guess I guess I'm kind of scared that if I made it more of like a sponsored thing, that it's I would I lose the love for it. Yes. Yeah, and I kind of was like that at one point, like where I was like, I have to post, it has to be at this time, mm -hmm. da da da, like, and it kind of sucked the fun out of everything. It, absolutely. Yeah. And I took like a really long break, I think, as everyone noticed. And now that I'm alive again, I'm like, oh, good. Like, it's good to see you back. <laughs> but it was just kind of like I let myself get into yes. making the social media more than it really should have been instead of just enjoying what I am doing, right. which is what I was doing in the beginning. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah, and once you start going down that path, people people expect it, right? They expect you to, to post everything. They're like, hey, yeah. what are you doing? You know, like. And that's why I try to make sure every podcast, I'm always like, this is not my job. Like, I enjoy doing this. If I put one out every two weeks, great. If I put one out every two months, great, too. Uh, yep. I'm not going to be pressured into doing this every week. And you that's, know? I think that's the mentality you have to have with anything. If yes. you're doing makeup, if you're doing cars, if you're doing uh, fitness and right. weightlifting, like, I just think that's what you kind of have to go into it with because... It kind of got to a point for me where I remember being like, gosh, people are always asking me for updates, but it's like, I'm working two jobs, I'm working right. full time, I'm paying all my bills with nobody's help, I just built this massive garage, like... <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, like people are asking for updates, and I get it, like they're excited, and that makes me excited that they're interested in what I'm doing, but then I just felt like all this pressure of like, sure. well, I don't have enough money to keep going, or, yeah. you know, I need to save something up, or, sure. you know, whatever the case was like I felt like I couldn't take a break right. because I had all that pressure on me <laughs> which was probably in the end just self-pressure sure you know well you know it's it's weird and I think a lot of people talk about this on various podcasts like once you get to a level of uh, I mean I'm gonna air quote fame right once you get to that level where people think that they're like your best friend and they're expecting you to update they want to know what you're doing every day because yeah. we're, we're <laughs> friends right like I know that person and it's like well, yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, you get a, gl a little glimpse into my life, but you don't, you know, get the whole entire thing. Like you said, I'm right. working two jobs. I, you know, I just built this garage. I got all the stress on me right now. You know, sorry, I didn't, uh, I didn't send you something. You know, yeah. it, it just, it gets to that. And I, I, like you said, some people go down that path, and you know, that's that's fine and great and everything like that. But uh, at the end of the day, you got to look out for yourself, right? You got to yeah. look out for, and you got to like what you're doing. Yeah. And when oh, it yeah. becomes a job, then it's it's not fun anymore. You don't like it anymore. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just, oh, my gosh. And, I mean, I'm sure you've gotten to the point like I have. Like, when I was building my Nova, it felt like I was never getting there. And I had to walk away from the car for, like, two or three months. Yeah. And be like, I'm not going to jack with it, you know? And then you come back to it, and you have a love for it again. And you're like, okay, I'm ready to get this finished. Yeah. You know? And I'm think... like that with my Chevelle right now because I'm rebuilding it. <laughs> yep. I, this winter, I was like, okay, I'm going to get some stuff done. I touched it maybe twice. And now I'm like, now it's summertime, I'm like, I'm ready to get back into it. I'm ready to, to, yeah. to build again, you know what I mean? So. I think, and I think we all go through that too. I mean, I've definitely been that way with the Cutlass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, let's talk about the Cutlass a little bit because yeah. that's, that's uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's the darling of the group. I like it a lot. <laughs> it's, it's such like a, a cool car. I, don't paint it, just keep it the way it is. Like, that's the way it should be. Once you know? once I get it driving, running and driving, I'm not, like, 
paint's going to be the very last thing. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, but gonna... yeah, tell me a little bit about the Cutlass, why you wanted to get it, you know, like, obviously the power plant's right in front of us in this truck, so. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like I said, I was drag racing the Nova. I wasn't, like, I wanted, I wanted to go fast. I wanted more horsepower, and mm -hmm. I just knew that um, cutting this car up wasn't what I truly wanted. I want it to be my driver. I want to have it forever. I want to be able to get in it, put people in it. Sure. Um, you know, we just went to Ocean City, Maryland for their big cruise week. If you haven't heard of it, it's <laughs> like a Wednesday to Sunday event, and it is just hundreds awesome? of cars. It is so awesome. Uh, um, I mean, you sit, there's just parking lot, car shows everywhere. And they got plenty you, of parking for everybody and everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it definitely gets crazy there. Yeah. Because that's what we find. You know, we go to a lot of these car shows. Uh, especially like down in Texas in Austin. Yeah. And there's just nowhere to park. So if you don't leave the show early and go get your parking spot like on the main drag where everybody like runs up and down. Oh yeah. You're you're hosed. You're parking way off and you know, you got nowhere to be. So The good thing about that event, uh, the Ocean City event mm -hmm. is that people are always moving, right? That's good. So they have an, two official lots down at the inlet by the boardwalk and one at the convention center. So you have to pay to park there. Yeah, like sure. you pay your official member of the show. Mm -hmm. Um and then there's just other lots, the 7-Elevens, the Wawa. Oh, just, so they'll let you come in and park yeah, there and everything. That's the, nice. The supermarket, so they'll let you come and they'll rope off a section, you know, so you're not, they'll cone certain spots. That way the customers can still come. But all the car show attendees, you know, they're buying food, they're getting mm -hmm. drinks, stuff like that. But it is. Oh, they're making money for it's sure. It's crazy <laughs> there. Yeah, I'll have to show you some pictures. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, people are coming and going. So you might go mm -hmm. park at the 7-Eleven, show off your car for a couple hours, bring some chairs, sit with some friends, and then mm -hmm. start cruising the strip again. Nice. So I think because people are always moving, I mean, we never had a problem trying to find spots. Yeah. I and always like the shows where you got to cruise. Yeah. Like cruise up and down like a boulevard yeah. or a street or I something. I think that's what makes it so unique, yes. too, because we will park, bring our chairs, and then we'd be on the curb watching mm -hmm. everybody drive up and down. Yeah, it's like a, like a parade show. And then when we get bored, if we got bored or there wasn't much happening, we'd walk through all the lots. And mm -hmm. then because everything's all next to each other, you're walking through five lots and then you're coming back. Nice. So it's a really cool event. And the um, weather was great, I hope. It was. That's good. We had it no It was problems. very nice up here last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> very rare for this time of the year. Yeah. You know? um, but... As you can see, I talk a lot and I get off no, topic. So ahead. we were talking no, no, no. about the Cutlass. Um. It's, it's what a podcast is, really. There's no format. I came in here with zero notes. That's I have zero true. to, I just go. Little did you know, I can talk for hours. But, um, so. Makes my job easier. <laughs> but yeah, so the Nova, like, I want to be able to throw people on that and drive it around. And when I knew kind of what my goals were with drag racing, I was like, it's not going to be in the Nova. And I know people will fight me on that, but that's just truly how I feel. Like, I fell in love with this car the way it was. I didn't want, especially the interior, I didn't want mm -hmm. to, you know. I love a good bench seat turn car. It. Oh, my gosh, They're yeah. They're so underrated. They really are. <laughs> I don't know. There's, my grandmother had a bench seat car, and mm -hmm. it, it wasn't nothing classic or crazy, but it's just that memory for me yes. is why I love bench seats. Uh, all so. of my cars are bench seats except for one. Yeah. Yes, I love uh, the Nova's the only one that doesn't have a bench seat in it, and it came with one, but it was so like ratted out that I was like, "There's no bringing this one yeah. back." You know. And I don't know. It's hard to find them. I think. It is. It's very yeah, hard, especially people, 68. Yeah. People message me asking me if I'm ready to sell mine. I'm like, Nah, yeah. like it's gonna stay in my car. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so I was like, All right, it's time. I mean, I think. I didn't have the shop built yet, but I knew that I was gonna get this garage built. So I was mm -hmm. like, All right, it's time for a second car. And 
I think I was originally looking at like a 7980 Malibu. I wanted Ooh, a G body. I like that. Yes. Love those cars. So that was kind of the original yeah. intent. And why the G body? Just just a good platform for yep. drag racing. Absolutely. Um, plenty I also, of parts, plenty of everything. People are probably going to throw tomatoes at me, but <laughs> I wanted a cheaper car mm -hmm. that I could cut up and not feel bad about. Yeah. I felt like if I did that with any year Chevelle, I did feel like I did that with a shoebox or, you know, Arnova. Mm -hmm. I just was going to feel really bad about it. <laughs> I'm not like one of those original people that's got to have original everything, but I just felt like that was so wrong. Yeah. Well, enough <laughs> of them have been cut up now at this point in time. I, and know? I know, but... Yeah. And, but not, no, but I'm saying enough have been cut up that oh. now, I mean, finding one that's clean like this... Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. Get, they're getting harder and harder to find. I mean, that know? probably should... People are going to tell me that should have been my fuel to finding one of those already cut up. Yes. But I also was looking for kind of a car that was... That hadn't been touched. Mm -hmm. I wanted to cut it up myself. I wanted to gut it myself. I wanted to take it to the chassis shop myself. I wanted to do everything start to finish. Yes. So. It's your car. It's right? my car. Yeah. And I'm a hands-on learner, yeah. right? So I already mentioned that I didn't really get into working on cars until I had my Nova. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Like, I wanted to have a car that I was going to do from start to finish. Well, here's the good part, too. And kind of like the last episode, the Steel City guys, they were like, I cannot tell you how many cars come in here that people buy that are finished and we got to unfuck. Oh, no. I mean, he's like, a lot of cars. So you get in something like that, you don't have to, you don't have to undo someone else's That's pitfalls. True. You know yeah. what I mean? You can undo your own pitfalls, yeah. but uh, you don't have to undo someone's you know, shortcomings on the car. Yeah, that's very true. I didn't think about it that yeah. way. <laughs> I just was like, I want... And that was the other thing I thought, you know, you can buy a roller out here with a Ford 9-inch in it, caged, Kirkies already ready to have mm -hmm. a motor and trans dropped in it for probably cheaper than what I'm about to do. But more than likely, it means a lot to me to just go through this whole car by myself yeah. or, your, or again, with the help of car. friends and family and right. things like that. It's yeah. your car. You don't have to be like, oh, well, someone started it and I just kind of finished it. And, yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. like what I want, but not really what I want, you know. Yeah, so. absolutely. So um, I kept looking at a couple different Malibus and the sale was like falling short before I could even get there could only get there on the weekends with work and all that kind of mm -hmm. crazy scheduled stuff. Sure. So I was starting to get discouraged and I started looking at Regals and kind of the same similar thing happened. I think I was also kind of at the point where it had been a couple months that I was looking and I was just ready to buy something. Yes. You know, everyone gets that way. Like, <laughs> I you was could, that way two weeks ago in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, you just, after a certain amount of time looking, you're like, why can't I find anything? Yes. Like, I just want it already. So, um, Somebody had mentioned a cutlass, and I was like, ah, they're kind of ugly. Mm -hmm. Like, this seems to always be the way. Like, somebody suggests something to me, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really like it, and then I come home with it. So. They're, I'm, I'm telling you, they're so ugly, they're good looking. I mean, they just are. I mean, the chrome bumpers and everything, they're, t I mean, the, the chrome bumpers are pretty tucked in on that car. Yeah. Uh, they're not hanging out like some, like the X-Body yeah. and the old school cars, you know? They, they do have good body lines. They do. And the, the bumpers, I feel like, aren't like. You know yeah yeah way to, out there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but yeah like i mentioned i don't know if i said this on or off mic but um i started looking up some drag cars mm -hmm. some cutlasses and i was just like okay yeah i think this can be the move that's the so one. this was a daily driver um this guy was not into cars at all mind you i don't even know why he was daily driving a 1986 really? Cutlass, but he was he was i mean they're comfy cars they're comfy to drive oh absolutely yeah <laughs> um so I bought it off him, and I brought it home, and I drove it mm -hmm. kind of just the way it was. It was for pretty a while. stock. It was extremely stock. Yeah. Nothing was done to it. 
Um, it was this this primer color. He just oh, so it was actually like a gray color. Okay. Um, you could oh, tell like the, the Fender right there. No, not oh, even. Okay. <laughs> it was a dark gray. Okay. And I don't remember how long I had it, but I was tired of looking at it, and I said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna prime this car by myself." Okay. So I got a sander, and I sanded the car down, and I'm like, "Why the fuck is it blue?" <laughs> This car was an original blue car. Oh, wow. And at some point I had bodywork. It actually was an original vinyl top car. So you can tell that the, oh, the yeah. roof is kind of fucked. Okay. I actually have some that tape on the top yeah. because I noticed that they're, they're just very small pinholes. Little pinholes, yeah. But the water got underneath those and just held in that padding. And it did. I'm sure that padding was roached <laughs> when you pulled it off. So the funniest <laughs> thing was I had the car in the garage and I'm like, there's water, or I didn't say water. I'm like, there's fluid underneath this car, but it's nowhere near the transmission right. or the engine. I could not figure out, I'm like, it doesn't smell, it doesn't have a color, it's just dirty. I'm like, it's water. Uh -huh. This car doesn't see, at that time, the car did not right. see rain. Right. So it wasn't until like eight months later when I'm tearing the interior out of this car and I was getting ready to redo the headliner that I found out that there were pin hole sized yeah holes in the roof it was soaking the headliner it was seeping down and it was coming out the floor so actually a floor rot on the passenger side oh so geez. i'm gonna have to do either patch panels or floor pans at some yeah. point but uh i mean now it's i stripped everything out and i uh did por 15 on yeah on the bottom just, just to stop kinda, it <laughs> yeah to kind of keep it at bay for the moment but um yeah <laughs> well no one's gonna ride in the passenger seat so i mean i don't even have a passenger seat right I know, now that's what either I'm <laughs> so drag car i mean you can just look at the bottom you know yeah I mean, felony hole you know you're driving it and you got something illegal in your car you just drop it out the passenger <laughs> side it's like a little escape hole <laughs> you exactly know exactly right yeah, so you felony have that. hole that's what it's called <laughs> get out of a felony <laughs> i don't condone that by the way anyway go me ahead. neither nope <laughs> Not at all. I don't know anybody who had one of those in their cars. I wouldn't understand <laughs> any of that. So, so anyway, so it needs a, a so the, the whole interior is gutted now. Yeah. Okay. I can take you over and look at it. If yeah. You, if you uh, I don't know if these are gonna reach. Yeah. That's or we can problem. look at it afterwards. Yeah, we can. But look at it um. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, the car's parked outside in the driveway right now, right now because I pushed it out. Um, <laughs> we pushed this truck in. So I think. I yeah. Mean, tell everybody what what the what the truck is. Yeah. So it's a. I believe it's a 2000 Chevy Silverado regular cab short bed for anyone who's into regular cab short beds. Mm -hmm. um, so this is in here right now, and I'm getting ready to pull the motor. This has a 5.3 in it. Uh, it's, I don't believe it's a stock motor. It's a cam only, nothing kind of crazy motor. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds good to me, at least in this truck. It's always been slow, but <laughs> I am robbing the motor and the trans to put in the Cutlass um, just to start the LS swap. And then once everything's wired up and all kind of ready, sure. then uh, I can drive the car around. It can live again. And I'm thinking maybe over the winter, if not sooner, yeah. I'll get into building a, a new, a, probably a 6.0 yeah. um, and put a 4L80 behind it. Okay, nice. So, and I will have to say, I think, it, does everything in here have cheater slicks on it? Everything is a serious car in here. Yes, I think actually, so. I didn't even realize Everything that. has cheater slicks in your garage right now. And that's, it does. that's how you know it's serious. <laughs> so why drag racing and why not, uh, why not autocross or road question. racing or anything like that? I think it's just the environment I grew up around. Okay. Like, like I said earlier, I did go up, grow up going to ACO. Um, that's one of our local tracks mm -hmm. here. Um, 
I didn't really get to Cecil until probably I was like 18 or 19, but I grew up going to those tracks with my brothers, with my family. Nice. So that's just kind of how it went. You got the allure of it and you got yeah. the, you, you got to see them go and you're like, I want to do that. I mean, I think drifting is absolutely cool. Mm -hmm. I think I would love to learn that at some point. Um, I did do a couple years ago. I came down to Texas, oh, Houston, okay. Texas. Nice. Um, actually with some of the girls I'd met through social media. Oh, wonderful. Um, so Felicia Smith, she's four door rocket with mm. the orange Cadillac. Um, I went with Gina who's out of, um, Georgia, she's got a black CTSV. Oh, wow. And Miriam is out of Texas. She had a blue C6, now she's got a red one. Ooh. Yeah, nice. so we all met up and we did this event with, um, her name's Heather, she actually put it on. Mm -hmm. It was a female empowered event. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and um, it was, I guess, closed course track racing. Yeah. Um, so with all the turns, the oh, high wow, mile really? an hour, yeah. Where was it at, do you remember? Uh, was it on an actual track? Yeah. Or? Oh, okay, all right, yeah. Um, Houston, what is it, MSR? Yeah, something like something that. Something like yeah. that. I'm sorry for everyone I'm messing it up for. Um, <laughs> I haven't lived down there in 12 years, so I'm like, well, I'm you said Texas, so I was like, oh, he yep. knows. I, yep. It was only fuzzy. a couple years ago, so I don't know why I'm even forgetting myself. Right. It was such a wonderful experience. Yeah. Um, so Heather and her husband had put this um, event on, and it was only females That's that cool. were a part of it. So they brought three of their own cars, I believe, or no, two of their own cars. Um, so they, at the time, had a C7 Z06 Ooh. and a McLaren. I'm sorry for all the McLaren people. I can't remember what McLaren it is. But it was beautiful. <laughs> it was my favorite car. 720, um, 540, 720p something. I don't I know. I want to say it was a 720. Yeah, probably but... something like that. Yeah, the 540. Uh, oh, man. I I, all the exotic guys would be like, it's not a 540. <laughs> I think the five. I think it's a 540. I think that's the entry level. And then the 720 is kind of the kind of the bad boy before you get into like the super Crazy exotic, ones. don't want to, you know, wreck something, okay. put any miles on. Yeah. yeah. I think the 720 is the one that most people have. And I'm so sorry. I'm not like a numbers and like, I'm not um like a, I can't spit out numbers. Right. So people are always like, well, what's this and what's that? And I'm like, oh, you got to give me a minute. Yeah. I really gotta think about this. Well, I'm not an exotic car guy. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I know the cars because yeah, I, I appreciate well. them. I appreciate them, I, but I'm not, I will probably never own one. Like, that, There's no allure to me for it. You that's know? the thing. I went down there with this. I always had that mentality of supercars are cool. McLarens are cool. Yeah. Uh, if you gave me enough money to buy one, I would probably keep it. And then I'd do some crazy resto mod on like a Chevelle. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then, you know, I would, I'd go that route with that kind of money. Sure. It, they're beautiful cars, but they're just not for me. And right. then after this track experience, um, so they had, they had instructors, mm -hmm. professional drivers, right? And you could bring them, you didn't have to, but you could bring them along in the car with you and they would teach you oh, what to do. Oh, that's cool. How, in, out, fast, slow, yeah. hit the brake. You know, they'd be yelling at me to go faster because yeah. I was too scared. So, yeah, you gotta get the brakes warmed up. <laughs> yeah, trust yourself, you know, they, they were really good. That's good. Um, so they, they would go out in the cars with you. You could bring your own car, but of course I flew down from New Jersey, so yeah. I did not have a car. Right. But um, like I said, Heather and her husband were, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Amazing enough that they had brought some of their cars yeah. as well. Do they so, do that every year? Is that like an every year It was thing, a one-time event, one -time and cool. we had talked about maybe doing something again, yeah. maybe like for the quarter mile sure. girls. Oh, but yeah. Then COVID hit, so. Yeah, that put a wrench in a little bit of everything, I want to say that was a January right before COVID hit, so that would be two, oh, year, that would two and a half years, years ago. Yeah. yeah. 
because it was in January. Because I was like, I'm so going to weird Texas that just, in January. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the time to go. That's a good time to go. I was so excited. Yeah. I hate the cold. I don't know why I live here, but yeah, oh, I do too. But the money's good, so I stay here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like that that two year span of COVID. It was like no one did anything. It was so weird. Yeah. Like, you know, lost you, time. I feel like it did. It did. I, you did. I lost like two years of my life. That I mean, obviously, you know, I, I continued to work, and it was nice that you could save a bunch of money and do some stuff around yeah, house and be with your family true. a lot. But at the same time, you missed out on like going on trips and meeting people like you and meeting yeah. people like you know those girls down there. You couldn't. You couldn't do events like that. It just wasn't a thing. You know. So it's nice to be back. But now everybody's yeah. like, I want to do it now. I want to get it done. And it's. I mean, I'm getting every week someone's hitting me up for a car show. Like, hey, you're gonna be here. You're gonna be here. I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I can't do every week. This is too much. <laughs> I can't do. I can't make you know, up for down. two years of no car shows in like three months, man. You Everyone's know? <laughs> chomping at the bit. They're like ready to make up for lost time. Yes. And I don't blame them, but no, you're right. it gets to be a little too much. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So I pick the ones I like to go to, and you know, I, I you know, it's usually the ones where I, everybody I know is gonna be there, and it's not yeah you know, something. Something. Not that I don't like super tiny stuff, because we go to this little winery down the street from our house that has a car show every oh, week. That's nice. And it's nice to go there yeah. and just park it and like go drink some wine and then go home. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know, if it's a really big one, I'll go to those. I like I like those because I get to see everybody. Yeah. You know, well, that's you get true. to talk to everybody. Yeah. You know, instead of I got to go this one to see the import guys and I got to this one to see the muscle cars and these guys mm -hmm. to see the truck guys. You know, I want to see them all at one. Everyone, one let's deal. go to the same show. <laughs> yes, yeah. So what is it, what's kind of the car scene like around here? Is it is it very segregated, like, you know, muscle hot rod guys and truck guys and lifted truck guys? Or is everybody kind of a big... Um, I would say it's kind of separated, but maybe I'm not the best person to ask. I'm not really into the car meets and all right. that kind of stuff anymore. Sure. Um, usually if I'm doing something, it's like a big well-known event. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if I see a... Fourth of July or, you know, some kind of random pop-up car show. I might, if I'm, you know, oh, we're free. Let's go to that kind of yeah. thing. Um, but other than that, we just, we have our friends and we go to the track. And awesome. That's, that's the best, of, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of been like a shop thing lately. I feel like we haven't even been to the track, but it's like, oh, come to my shop. Come to my shop or, oh, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So. When I lived in Texas, that's what it was like. It was, I mean, obviously I was single at the time and everything. So, I mean, it was every weekend we'd be at the shop on Saturdays or Friday nights yeah. working on something for, to go cruise around on Saturday or Sunday. And that's what you did every weekend, yeah. you know? I'm married with kids. I'm boring. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm not boring, though. No. We we still got to do a bunch of stuff. I was going to say, I, th I sometimes just think it depends on who has a project going on. I think so, too. Because yeah. it's like, you know... We came home from Ocean City, Maryland on Sunday and literally came in here. I got the I got the cutlass motor ready to pull. Monday night we're back out here pulling the motor out. Yeah. So it was like we came home, we hated what we had, everyone had cooler stuff, it was time to get going. <laughs> You're like, it's time. Yeah. Yes. Because that was the motivation. Thing. No, it was. Yeah. Because we had kinda had everything. You know, I'm I had to order a few things for the cutlass to get the motor in, um, which the last thing just came today. But nice, nice. It was like we kind of have everything. We just have to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, you so, got to do it. You yeah, gotta do it. I'm that way with my Chevelle. I got everything. I just got to wire it and do it and sit yeah. down. Sit down and get like give me a day and a half, two days to like do it. And I need to get over the hump. Yeah. So, so you're gonna pull this one, put it. You're gonna pull it out of the truck into mm -hmm. the cutlass. Yep. For the time being. Yeah. And you just gonna cruise it around this summer, or yeah? Just gonna, I mean, yeah? I don't know how quickly I can get everything up and going. Right. Um, 
We have a good friend that's great at wiring, so mm -hmm. I'm sure that's going to be a long adventure there. Well, I mean, um, they make, man, they make the plug and play stuff so easy now. He's done a lot of LS swap stuff, so yeah. he's very knowledgeable on it. Um, I'm already laughing at myself because I pulled the cutlass motor, and now, you know, here I am with this LS, and I'm like, mm -hmm. why are there so many yeah. fucking harnesses on it? <laughs> like, a lot of plugs. Jesus Christ, there's so yeah. much shit on this motor. Yeah. And here I am getting ready to LS swap. Yeah. Like, get used to it, Christina, because... Yeah, are you, so are you going to try to use the wiring harness out of there, or are you going to get a, a custom harness for the G-Body? Um, so I have, the, like I said, I have the Holly Terminator, okay. and then the, we're going to do a whole new... Yeah, that's good. That's going to be good. for that car. It's going to be... Make it clean... You know, it's gonna be a lot less painless than you think it is. They make everything so easy now to swap these things out. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, I feel sorry for the guys who were doing the original LS swaps back in like the early 2000s and stuff. Like, they yeah. were hacking together yes. freaking wiring harnesses for days, man. You know, now it's like the pioneers. Yeah, now, and now you're on your phone, you're like beep boop beep boop. Uh, I gotta, you know, I'm putting an LS3 in my uh, 86 G body. Oh, okay, I can just get that that wiring harness and click. <laughs> yeah, it's to your house in like five days, and you're ready to rock and roll. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. So well, I'll get this in, and you know, kind of get the bugs worked out and get it up and going, yeah. and then what kind of transmission are you gonna run in it? For, you said 4L80 at some point. At some point, okay. yeah. What's in this one right here? Uh, this is a 4L65. Okay. So I'm going to steal both the trans and the motor. Okay, nice. Um, so I just, you know, and a lot of the guys that have done this before, they mm -hmm. know, you know, you get your LS in there, you figure out the kinks. Don't build a $10,000 motor, yes. put it in, and blow it up on the first <laughs> test drive because you fuck something up. Right, yeah. So everyone had kind of been, you know, whispering that to me already, mm -hmm. but that's, that's the plan, right? Yeah. Get this in get everything fitted, looking yep. right, running, and then... And I what kind of rear end money. are you running? Are you going to run in there? I'm going to try to keep the stock rear in it right okay. now. Yeah. Um, I've, Throw some gears in it? And... Yeah, I'm talking about, at some point, doing a Ford 9-inch. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that'll come sooner. I don't know if I'm going to try to blow this route first. Mm -hmm. um, you should. <laughs> I mean, you know That's gonna... <laughs> what I'd like to do, yeah. I mean, you know you're, you're going to get a new motor and everything anyway. Yeah. You're going to have fun with Exactly. It, you know? <laughs> So, and is this truck going to get a new motor or is this, so this truck truck's going to get a new motor? Okay. And then there is a blower over there. That's it's right. The blower we a, talked about. A little Magnuson. Um, and that was actually set down and rebuilt and ported by boost mode out of Texas. Wow. Okay. So I had met boost mode through Instagram. That's probably like one of the only companies you could say actually like. Right. Work okay. With. Right. So, um, I met them years ago and, uh, actually when I came down to Texas for that, event i was able me and the girls we went and sure. did a visit at the shop but he had worked with felicia and i think with miriam as well on mm. their cars and was kind of trying to get me to do something um, crazy with on the this nova yeah. which i just wasn't in the space at that point to be doing anything motor wise mm -hmm. with this right so um when this blower got picked up i was i called him up and was like can i send you a blower down like it's not for <laughs> my car but yeah. You know, I know you do good work. For something else, yeah. I'd like to give you the business, you know. So um, we've had that relationship ever since, and who knows. I mean, I'm talking about a turbo setup for the couple. Whoa, so. that's good, though. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Hey, look, turbos have come a long ways. I mean, that's everybody's making the big horsepower with turbos now. I mean, yeah. that's the, you know, superchargers were the thing, I don't know, what, 15, 20 years ago. It was like instant power, and there's no lag. Now these 
these exotic turbo setups now, man, they're just as good. I mean, and they're just putting down massive horsepower. What? I mean, you know, you got a yeah. freaking super here. I mean. <laughs> got a super with big turbo in yeah, here. A huge turbo, um, yes. <laughs> gigantic. But yeah, I mean, when I first got the Cutlass, I was talking Pro Charger. Yeah. But I just think for what I want to do with it. Yeah, the tunability and everything to go up and down and, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Turbo's... I said turbos with an S. <laughs> turbo is the way. Um, sure. Could that maybe turn into twin turbo? It could. Yes. I know. Double the parts. Yeah. Double the problems. Double the parts. Double the problems. But a lot of... I mean, just. I it would be cool though. With twins. Be able to be able to cool to pull up and uh, <laughs> get on the two step and just roast somebody, yeah. you know. <laughs> so we'll see. But it's going to be a turbo car, whether that's a single turbo or that's twins. Oh, so. man. I'm excited for you to build that car. Yeah. I love those cars. I'll probably try to mock it. up um, with this 5.3 going in there for the turbos. Mm -hmm. And then maybe maybe that could work out before I get the Okay. Do you have a number you want to hit? Motor in? As far as horsepower and or ET? I mean... <laughs> of course everyone wants a thousand horsepower thousand horsepower right that's the minimum <laughs> but i think the et is more important yes um i'd like to be able to see at some point that car go low nines yeah i got i mean i had a cage put in it chromoly it's an a50 cert cage mm -hmm. so the car it. could even go high eights at some point i just don't want to overshoot mm -hmm. um of course you know the fastest i've gone is 10 seconds mm -hmm. so I know I'm gonna have to learn and I'm gonna have to step that car down. Sure. And that car is gonna have to learn and we're all gonna have to learn. All so. gonna have to learn, yeah. A lot yep. of tuning and this and that. I mean, but. it's, it's you know, like like the guys at Steel City said, it's fun to go fast in an old car. Like, yeah, I, mean, I mean, because there's just so much, there's an element of danger in it. Yeah. Every time, those cars weren't built to go that fast. No. You know? <laughs> Like, this Supra, it was built to go that fast. Yeah. This, mm, I don't think Grandma was going to go uh, was gonna go 180 in it. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> not at all. But they, we're going we're gonna to see where we can get her. Nice, so. nice. I, I mean, I'm excited for you. That's, that's yeah. going to be a fun build. I, reliable nine-second car is, I mean, I think that's the, the happy medium, right? Yeah. Especially now. Absolutely. You get start getting into the eights. Now you're starting to get into some. Yeah. Blowing up some expensive parts and hurting some things, you know. More horsepower is more money. It's less, you know. Less reliability. Reliability. Yes. So it's yeah. kind of. I mean, I like to drive my cars on the street too. So I know I have a cage in it, but I I don't want it to become a track only car. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I want to be able to get in it and go get ice cream or something if yeah. I wanted. Go roast but, somebody in a nine-second car on the yeah. street. <laughs> so You'd be like those guys in Oklahoma who are driving pro mods down down the road. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and and Steve, your boyfriend, he obviously, he's a big part of this as well, right? I mean, yeah. he, he likes going fast. He was working on something when I came walking in here, so. He was just helping me clean up in here because oh, it was, was he? a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, he he likes to go fast, but he's, I would say, just kind of like my biggest supporter. Okay, that's um, good. He was, he has been one of the, my biggest cheerleaders, one of the people that's always told me I can do whatever I want. If a guy can do it, a girl can do mm -hmm. it. So, I mean, 
He likes to go fast. He hasn't been fast yet. He will because I want to get him there as well. Yes. Um, but he's out there helping everyone else kind of before he helps himself. That's nice. Um, especially me, if everyone listening is like, what are you talking about? At least me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, hey, look, man, I, I sympathize with, with him because Jen, you know, does bodybuilding. I do the same thing, right? It's a big time suck and big energy suck. But at the same time, like, I, re I enjoy watching her do it and I enjoy watching her compete and and do that right so you got to get a little give and take yeah. you know with everything he says those things too like he just enjoys watching me do stuff and like like even right now there's no hood on the nova mm -hmm. um yeah people, where's the hood it's not here <laughs> um everyone's been ragging on me about it and, i like I, it with I the primer hood them. personally i mean so i got it i bought it off some guy craigslist yeah. it was sitting on a nova in a yard like uh -huh. under a tree yeah so, so if, you, if you've never been on on her instagram or anything she has a beautiful black Nova, <laughs> and it had a primer uh, uh, hood scoop on it. What was it? Two, two and a half, two an inch. I think it's, scoop. I think it's on a it. three inch. Three inch. So um, you have the same as me. So I have a three inch as yeah, well. Yeah, it's thing a big is like, It's, it's obnoxious as hell. Yeah. I love it. But I, I yeah. If you're gonna do a cow, go big. I mean, yeah. not, not too big that you can't see, but right. I'm lucky that I have the bench seat. Because if I was in buckets, I probably wouldn't be able to see over it because I'm such a short person. Yeah. See, I'm tall. <laughs> I can see over mine. So I, have, I don't have any issues. With it. But anyway, so you had this beautiful black car and people were ragging on you like, when yeah. are you going to paint? When are you going to paint the hood? When are you going to paint the hood? Literally, my brother, I just told my brother how it's at the body shop. And he was like, it's about time. Like, we're all wondering what you're oh, doing so you over are, here. You are getting it painted. And uh, I am. So I'll this talk about that. Podcast exclusive here. <laughs> wow. Um, it literally, I took it up last Friday. Um, so I actually said, it's a friend of the group. Okay, so that's good. I actually said like, put me to work. Mm. So I just finished blocking the whole hood. Oh, so you're you're gonna you're doing it. Good yeah. for you. That's I, awesome. Um, I've always wanted to get into body work. Mm -hmm. It's a very intimidating thing. I feel like because you want your end result to be beautiful. Absolutely. We don't know a lot of. I've never known a body guy mm -hmm. or a woman. So to kind of have this opportunity, I, I love to learn. Like. That's my biggest thing with being into cars. It's not just driving them around. And it's not like just working on it like, oh, working on it is cool. Mm -hmm. It's learning how to work on it. It's doing things all by myself and feeling accomplished or feeling like I got over a challenge. Sure. And then, of course, having like a new skill set in my pocket. Oh, yeah. So when I had the opportunity, I just kind of like threw it out there and... It got taken, so I'm sure. like, nice. You know, I'm like, oh, I'll just prep it. But now, I mean, we'll see. Maybe I'll be spraying it. Who, who knows? I. But it's gonna be black, and it's gonna match the car. Nice. So nice. everyone, like, that's what I was saying. My brother is like, that car. You have this beautiful car. It is pristine, shiny. Everything on it is nice, and then you have this raggedy hood on it. <laughs> because for I those like people it. who don't know, like, it's not just a primer hood. I bought it off of Craigslist. Yeah. It was sitting on a car outside <laughs> under a tree. When I bought it, it sounded like a rain stick. It had, I'm, I think it still has some. Oh, all. yeah, stuff in it. Rain, yeah. It has uh, acorns. acorns. Acorns from all the and, like, little sticks. chipmunks and stuff yep. that were coming in and out of it. So, I mean, the hood was straight. Like, there was nothing wrong with the hood. It just was beaten down by the sun. Sure. So it was kind of patchy. Um, but it gave it that nice rat rod look. It did. And, uh, I know. There's always that mean, tough look. Yeah, yeah. My Nova. So the guy who I don't like body work at all. Like, I'm just. <laughs> I enjoy painting parts and making like underneath the hood look as you know original or as like as factory as possible. I enjoy that. Like all the little parts and stuff. I like that. Frames, everything. 
bodies, I do not like it at all. So when I took mine, I took it to a guy and he was learning how to paint. And I mean, he shot a really nice black paint job on it, but it's still, it's got a lot of orange peel and it's still kind of wavy. So yeah. unfortunately he passed away. He had lupus real bad. Oh, so before no. he could like wet sand it and everything. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, man, do I wet sand it? I was like, it's kind of the guy's last paint job. Like, I don't mm. know. So now I'm thinking of, you know, uh, purposely burning through the paint because mine had blue primer underneath it. Oh, okay. And I think a black with a blue primer in some of these areas to make it look worn would look yeah. pretty cool because I've seen a lot of people doing that. Yeah. To make it kind of look a little tough, a little I like ratty. That. I like that. You know idea. what I mean? And then clearing over it to make it, you know, all, you know, straight. So. It's weird. Like, I love the shiny, clean look, but then I also really love yes. the ratty, patina look. So Absolutely. I, I'm with you. I thought that this ratty hood looked good on the car. I guess some people looked at me like I was crazy. Like you're wearing, I thought it was fine. Like, you're wearing a dress with, like, ratty, like, sneakers you yeah. can cut the lawn or something. <laughs> yeah. That's, I guess, what people were thinking when they were looking at me, but... I don't know. I kind of like it. I mean, like I said, it's, it, it's a... It, it's... I don't know. You're never done with the car, right? So yeah. I always think you should leave something on there that's not done to be mm -hmm. like, I'm still kind of working on it. I like it, that. You know? <laughs> I just, I think for me, it got to like, you know, I don't know about everyone else, but I think I go through stages where I'm happy with something and then I'm like, all right, I'm bored. Like, let's yeah. rip it off and do something new. Yes. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, I'm ready for this motor to go. I'm ready for this hood to get painted. Um, but once you start owning other vehicles and it's, you start opening up other projects, it's, yes. there's not enough time in the day. It's a juggling so, act. Yeah. Exactly right. I say the same thing all the time. Yes. <laughs> but the hood is going to get painted. The front trim is going to go back on and it's going to look, it's going to look really beautiful. Awesome. So, or, yeah. or maybe not if I'm the one who ends up painting it. That's so, right. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <It's But different. laughs> I, like I said, I'm also a perfectionist. So that's my other thing. Like I hear everybody hates body work because it's so time consuming. Yeah. It's so tedious. And I'm just over there with a the sand and block like, oh, it's not yeah. perfect enough. Okay. And I'm yeah. just going at it because... I, don't, I think I'm okay <laughs> with the tedious and, and aspect of the whole deal. It's, I'm so, like you said, so stressed out that if I didn't do it perfectly and I put down that black paint and I see some kind of weird deal that I did, I'm going to be beside myself and yeah. be like, I spent all this time and money doing this. Yep. And it's not the way I like it, you know? And it's yeah. an art form. It really is. It I mean, is. I mean, people who, bodywork people, you guys are just, you <laughs> are top good. notch. Like... Hanging panels and gapping everything, that is, it's a it's an art form in itself. Yeah. To, to get everything to line up right, I yep. mean, it's... It's incredible. Yeah, you know? I mean, so you mentioned the gray on the Cutlass. There, there's a silver, the fr the passenger fender uh, is silver. It does not match the rest of the car because when I bought the car, mm -hmm. uh, I guess this guy had run into like a yellow pullet Wawa or something <laughs> um, at a convenience <laughs> store. So you could still see the bumper on the bottom corner is pushed up, but that fender looked so bad. Oh, so really? So <laughs> I ended up going to uh, a junkyard not too far from here. They had a couple... Um, G bodies there. Oh, nice. And I bought this fender from them and I took mine apart all by myself, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm, I'm looking at videos. Um, any of the G body guys, if they don't already know, I watch a lot of classic G body gar uh, garage videos. Okay. So nice. he's a page on Instagram, but he has a YouTube as well. And okay. he has a lot of that's videos. That's what I was talking to earlier today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that's what I was talking to. So yeah. I'll tell him all, I'll ask him, I hit him up, yeah. I ask him questions, I watch his videos, but he is who essentially without knowing helped me change that fender. And 
body gaps, lining oh. it up. It is not easy. It is not easy. It's a nightmare, man. It is crazy. And, you know, uh, the best piece of advice someone gave to me, especially for cars built before the 90s, like, the gaps were never perfect. Yeah. And unless you gap the car and you prime it and build it up to be perfect, if you just spray a car, it'll never go, it'll never go back together with with the proper lines because they didn't come in factory like that. Yeah, you I know? guess that's true. I don't think about it like that. Yeah. I'm just like, it's my fault. I did something wrong. Right. Well, I went to Street <laughs> Machinery. I was up there and he has a one of the lowest mileage Chevelle, uh, 1970 Chevelle SS's in his, oh, in nice. his garage, right? And so I'm like, hey, man, do you mind if I look over the car because I'm putting mine together? Yeah. And I just done the trunk and the trunk is like overlapping, you know, the rear end a little mm. bit. And I'm like, I fooled with it, you know, left. I'm like, this, this isn't matching up. So I look at his and his has that same gap. And I'm like, is this factory like that? He's like, oh yeah, yeah. These, these trunks never matched up. I'm like, I spent a half a day like thinking that Rattling I did something wrong and it's not matching up to just to know that that wasn't supposed to be like that. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, okay. So now every time I look at it, I just laugh. I walk by the car. I'm like, this is so stupid, man. Like the gaps are fine on the car. The gaps are fine. Yeah. I'm not messing with them anymore. Like, they're never going to be perfect. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. It's nuts. I mean, but, you know, we're learning that. And these older guys, they knew that. Yeah. You know, and they don't, that knowledge doesn't get passed down unless you trial and error and error around the cars, yeah. you know. And so, that's I mean, very true. It, it, you know, we're, we're losing that, that knowledge base, you know, for younger people, you know, like ourselves. We just don't have it. I mean, the older guys, they grew up doing this, so. I know. <laughs> I uh, I think about that from time to time, mm -hmm. not too often, but I wonder what our younger kids that yes. are coming up into cars, what's going to be classic for them? Are these old cars from the 70s still going to mm -hmm. be um, so desirable, right? right? Are, are we the ones that love it, but we're going to be dying off and then nobody's going to be yeah. wanting them? Yeah. So I'm kind of interested to see how that's going to go. Yeah, I mean, we talked uh, I talked about this, I don't know, five or six episodes ago. You know, like those 40s and 50s cars, like they're so cheap right now because nobody wants them. Like, yeah. I don't want them because they're, they're too big and I just, I didn't grow up like, I mean, obviously the 55, 56, 57, like the Tri-5s are always going to oh, be cool. Oh, yeah. Always. But like an old like 50s Etzel or like a mm -hmm. 40s like Chevy Deluxe, like that doesn't do it for me. So all these cars, all these old guys are either dying or they can't drive them anymore and they're trying to sell them and oh. they're just not going for any money, you know? I mean... <laughs> You shouldn't have told me that because now I feel like I'm going to start looking up some 40s cars. No, yeah, don't, yeah, I, don't, uh, don't go down. I mean, the obscure stuff, you know? I mean, like yeah, I said, the shoeboxes are always going to be cool. The Tri-5s are always going to be yeah. cool. You know, a 32 Ford, 33, 34 Ford, always going to be awesome. It's the other stuff that it's, just not... No, that's why they're making rat rods out of them. They're chopping them up because that's they just they don't have an appreciation for. Them. I like those older style cars, but mm -hmm. they're not. They don't obviously scream like. Right. Dra you're not gonna get them and put a set of drag, like a drag setup on it, yeah. right? Like you're not. You're if you get it, you're probably just gonna put it around. Yeah. Just a, this bubble car with the stock wheels. Yeah, and I mean, I saw a guy driving a four door sedan, you know, thirty four. And it was cool. Yeah. But he's just putting a lot. He was an old guy. You know what I mean? That's what he wanted to do. And that that's cool. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's all you're going to do with that car. It's never, you're not going to put an LS in that. And That's true. You know, go down the road. Unless I mean, you're going to really customize it. Maybe somebody did or will, but it's not going to be the. Well, JP, he's got a 32 Ford. He's got a freaking super motor sitting in it. Oh, shoot. But it's, 
a full chassis. Like it's not, it looks, it's not going to be original yeah. at all. I mean, it's going to be a full on, you know, big build. I was going to so. say, I also feel like when people get those older cars, it's the body's off and it's on a whole new chassis. 100%. Yeah. The chassis are so good now. Yeah. You know, the Roadster shop and all these guys, they're just doing, they're doing really good work and it's, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's a good nostalgic, you know, feeling to go old, like I said, fast in an old car. That's cool. There, there's like adrenaline pumping through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I think I'm always going to like that. But there is a part of me, too, that's like, hey, you want safety. You want, you know, be able to take your, your family out. You want to go get ice cream in that it. That is true. And you don't want to twist up a freaking frame. You know I, what I mean? I so. never started thinking about that until my boyfriend was like, you ever think about, like, if we got hit in this car, like, we're fucked. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I've never thought about it till now, but thank you. Like, yeah. Well, but, <laughs> but I he's mean, right. All these new cars that people drive are made to crush around them. Uh -huh. They have that cage in there and, you know, without being a race car, sure. right? That's just how new cars are designed. These old cars are, they're heavy yeah. and they're, their whole car is meant to take the brunt of the force. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> it is not going to make for a good impact as the driver or a passenger. Or a passenger. Right? Yeah, there's no airbags. There's no nothing. I, yeah. think, I think about that a lot. I'm like, probably if, if you get in a front end collision, you're probably going to break your face or your nose or something because you're going to hit off yeah. of the... You're gonna hit off of the, the freaking steering wheel. And you know what I, I mean? mean, this car's lap belts, and like I put yeah. my lap belt on every time I get in it. Yeah. Other people just get in it. You yeah. know, I don't know what I think my lap belt's gonna sure. do, but <laughs> I probably won't even be ejected from the car. I'll probably be stuck in the car. Yeah, you just know? be stuck. But in it. yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, you know, when I built my Nova, I was single at the time, and you know, once you know, I met Jen and, and my daughter and everything. I'm like, oh, this is way too much car to take them out. Like, I've yeah. never taken, I've only taken Jen out in it once, and, like, I'm like, it's just, it's too much, you know. Well, <laughs> you, I think about that, too, because it's like you want to raise your kids yeah. in your hobby. Yeah. Do you put your little one in this car? Yeah. Or do you not, like, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're just going to a local show, I'll throw them in, like, no problem. Yeah. But I'm not going to, like, go downtown with them and, like, go mob around the city and be like, doing burnouts and you know true that's respectful <laughs> yeah i mean i'd love to do that by myself you know like do i go fast in the car when it's by yeah. myself oh, oh absolutely. absolutely yeah yeah but when someone else is in it i'm like yeah it's probably not worth it you know yeah. what i mean so well what else uh, other than cars what else do you like to do what else uh, what other hobbies you have Oh, um, boy, am I going to open a can of worms here? No, no, I'm like, gosh, this is, like, everything I do, but not at the same time. I got you. Um, I'm big into lifting, too. Yeah, okay. So I'm in the gym probably five, six days a week. Nice. But uh, I don't compete or anything like that. Yeah. I've never – I always thought it was cool. I've never really had, like, a desire to do that. Sure, um, sure. I, I mean, my boyfriend's a bad influence on me now, like eating. So, like, I could be the cleanest eater, um, but this man will bring home a pizza and then it's yeah, all out the window. Yeah, so, sounds good. Um, <laughs> I, I have willpower, but not that much. So, I don't know how I'd ever be able to, like, cut or get ready for a show. Sure. But um, much respect to, you know, Jen, yeah. everyone that does that, because I know it's sure. it's a mental thing, too. It's tough. It is. It's, it's man. Yeah, I I, tr I try not to be a bad influence, so I don't like bring pizzas home, or I don't ask her to like make Good me some you. some crap <laughs> or anything like that. But there are like some times where I'm like, I'm just I just got to go. I'm sorry, you yeah. know, I'm I'm sorry, I have to do this. Like it's 
<laughs> you Going know. To, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there, there's a, again, there's a balance there. You know, uh, luckily I work in sales, so I get to go to lunch with a lot of oh, people. So I get go. my, I get my fix there, right? Yeah. I'll go eat something like crappy there, and then go home and and be good. Yeah, oh, be good. good. Eat whatever she eats. Yeah, you there know? you go. You know, so but. Uh, so what do you do just on a day-to-day -day for work? You don't have to be specific, but, um, you know. I work, in, I work for a nonprofit. Okay. Um, so I went to school for public health, nice. and so I always kind of do some sort of community work. Um, so my day-to-day -day is going to my job. Nice. Um, eight hours, Monday through Friday. But um, I run prevention, pro prevention education programs for youth. Um, so coming into different schools, camps, after-school programs, and... Um, it's kind of like a supplemental program where the schools don't have to have it. It's something we contract out with, and it's state-funded, so it's free um, oh, for nice. anyone who wants it. But it's basically, I mean, prevention educa education skills. So you're going in there and you're having lessons with the kids, talking about mm. self-esteem, oh, decision-making. Sure, yeah. uh, you practice communication skills. You talk to them about stress, how to handle it. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of bullying in there, peer pressure, yeah. but then you also get into teaching them um, about things like drinking alcohol and smoking cigarettes or vapes yeah. and just kind of giving them the tools that they need to, as they get older, make yeah, better decisions. Yeah, navigate through life. Yeah. Yeah, so that's We need usually, more of that. I, I <laughs> we mean, need a lot people more People are always that. like, it's just like the D.A.R.E. program, which I knew. Yeah. Not everybody, but some yeah. people grew up, you had that in yep. elementary school. But to me, that was like a one-day thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I um, think. Maybe I a mean, week. we were in a big, I mean, obviously, you're in a, you're a big city, too. I shouldn't say that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess. We had it a lot in Houston. I think just because at that time it was running pretty rampant. Okay. And, you know, but yeah, there's. I think there's a lot of that missing now. I think uh, uh, parents don't want don't want to expose their kids to that. You know mm, what I mean? They don't want to have yeah. those hard talks anymore. You know. It's but, very interesting what you find out the kids do and don't know. So I mean, that's sure. like our elementary program, and then we're in middle schools and high schools as well. So <clears> you know, doing groups um, sometimes it's <coughs> like a girls group or a boys group and you know you'll have the relationship type topics sure. you'll have the sex ed type topics and it's really kind of eye-opening a lot what these kids don't know already mm -hmm. or the things that they do know but then they're missing the pieces of right it. yeah the, so, the whole picture yeah, yeah it's kind of just like it's a program it has a format but it's kind of meant to be a safe space that kids um are you know, they're learning to focus on their mental health. They're learning to focus on themselves as somebody who can be something in the community <coughs> and, and in their own life. Do, do, do y'all do like social media program form and stuff like that? Like as far as like awareness on there or anything? Um, just like using it to promote? Um, no, like no, more for like it. teaching them. Yeah, teaching them, um, that, hey, like this isn't real life like all the time, you yeah. know? And, uh, more so for like middle school, high school. Yeah, um, I can see we've that. had to do yeah. that. I, we tailor a lot of things, of course, to like what the school might what need or what the sure. teacher might need. Sure. So, I mean, the thing right now that we're seeing is younger, like fourth, fifth graders are starting to vape, Jeez, which is like man. mind blowing what? to me. Yes. What? They had one school um, we have contracted with. They had five like fourth graders suspended Jeez. because they were vaping in the bathroom. Oh my yeah. gosh. They know Elementary what's sort of school. Yeah. And they know there's like certain corner stores that they can go to and they'll get they sell it to so, them. they'll sell it to them. And we're even finding out that 
some of the older kids are buying them and selling them to the younger kids. It's like beer back when you were <laughs> yeah, in high school. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, like you grew up and like the older kids were selling the younger kids beer and yeah. stuff like that. Now yeah. it's vapes. So That's it's, unbelievable, man. It's especially, so weird. Yeah, especially because they've done a big, uh, you know, promotion on, you know, how harmful those things are and everything. Like that's... That's that's strange, man. They're just, I mean, from what I see, they're just perceived as like, because they don't smell bad, right. they don't look bad, and they're so new to us. Like, even though they've been they around like for toys. 10, 15 years, yeah. they're still new. Cigarettes have been around forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just think there's, of course, the lack of knowledge, but they just think it's like something, like you said, like a toy. Yeah. Like, it's not going to hurt you. Right, yeah. Because it doesn't smell bad. It doesn't look bad. Huh. I don't... That's interesting. I, I've never vaped, so I don't know. Maybe you get a high off of it. I, I'm not sure. I mean, the only thing I smoke is cigars, so... Yeah, um, which I get a good buzz off of it, you know, which is awesome. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, they're putting THC and that kind of stuff in Oh, I guess that's now, true, but, yeah. But, I yeah. mean, for the elementary school kids are vaping nicotine. Right, so, nicotine, yeah. yeah. So, I guess they're getting a little buzz but off of that. So, they're yeah. getting that the stimulation... Like, <laughs> I'm also finding elementary school kids are drinking coffee, which I think is also crazy. That's very crazy as well, yeah. yeah. Like, it's normal to them. I don't know. The kids are interesting. Kids um, are interesting. I love them, you know. They have some wild stories. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah, Jen used to teach, and she, she got out of it because she said there was just, yeah, it was some wild stories and just... She's like, I don't want to know these things. Like, I just don't want to know these things. I'm not, I'm not going to do this anymore. You, you know? definitely have your tough days, but I mean, at the end of the day, at least for me, like, mm -hmm. I know a lot of these kids need it, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, because, especially living next to Philadelphia. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, a anyone can be a parent, but to actually be a parent is, yes. there's many different forms of parents. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So, yes. <laughs> And 100%. even you could be the best parent that you could be, but it's just having the extra hands and having the extra influence yeah. on your child. Can yeah, I mean, you know, thing. you know, we send, you know, we send our daughter to school, and we hope that everything is is going well there. You know, and yeah. you get the information back that you can get, and you know, you gotta gotta take it how, the way it is. Yeah, so, it's kind of like everything in life. Like it, it is what you make it. Right. Yeah. 100%. So 100%. you're not gonna learn about cars. You're not gonna yeah. be a good person. Like. If you don't put yourself put in your that. Put time in it. Yeah. yeah. Put the time into it. Yeah. And, and I know that's, you know, just a blanket statement. A lot of people have hard life and a hard hand dealt to them. But right. You got to try, you know. Yeah. There's programs, the programs like yours to that help people out. You yeah. Know what I mean, so. So. Well, back to cars. I was going to say, yeah, don't, let's bring it back to cars. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're good, you're good. No, like I said, I'll talk forever about anything. No, so. that's good. No, it's, I mean, I mean, this is, uh, you know, the podcast, I tried to specifically pick regular people to be on the podcast because I think it's, it's very interesting that someone can go do an eight-hour job, you know, work their, work their hardest, and then they want to go do more work after that, you yeah. know what I mean? And do yeah. work on cars and, and do that kind of thing. Because, again... You, you see on TV or even, you know, on social media and some of the bigger ones, like, it just, it's, they get all the attention and it's like, yeah, that's like a very small percentage of our, of our group, yeah. right? And then there's everybody else who's building their garage, yep. you know, and I just don't think there's enough people that get enough love for that, you know, I love the high-end builds, I love, love that stuff, I think it's yeah. beautiful, you push the envelope, great, but that's the day-to-day -day car show that I'm going to isn't going to have a $200,000, you know, yeah. can dig freaking car sitting there, Absolutely. you know, unfortunately. <laughs> I think it's also cool to see people building their stuff online because there are a lot of newer yes. cars now that you can just buy it and take it to the track and it's going to run a good time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know? yeah. 
And there's just, for me, there's just something about, you know, taking an older car, whether that be 90s, because that's old now, <laughs> or a Isn't 70s that weird? car. It's oh weird my to gosh. say that. That's why you were talking about that truck. I was uh -huh. like, it's a 93? What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. That's an old truck? That's okay. an old truck. I mean, you know, uh, I don't and know. You're about right, though. I'm not, I'm just. I don't know the law here, but I know in PA, 25 or older is, you can, you can get historical year. plates on it. And I'm I like, I think it might be 20 in Jersey, but I'm like, don't quote me on that. I'm like, oh my gosh, like the year 2000, like 2025, you're going to be able to make a car that was built in 2000, a historical car. Like, I'm like, oh man, that is like way beyond me right now, you know? And to me, <laughs> like a car that's from 2001 is still yeah, new, new to me. I know, I know, but Jen's like, what are you looking at 20, 2001 cars? I'm like, it's, it's, a real, it's a new car. She's like, Jason, it's over 20 years old. I'm like, ah, I guess you're right. Like, that's <laughs> very true. Terrible. <laughs> you know, those Nismos are only made, you know, that's right. 2007, 2008. So I, I'm, gonna buy a car that's you know, 15 plus years old you know which is weird to say but you know it's an old car i guess yeah it's relative relative so. i always <laughs> fight that like the in my opinion the stylings of older cars are cooler yes and that I'm i wouldn't even want a new car yes i'm with so. you i'm with you i i i mean you know luckily my my job gives me a really nice truck to drive around and it's like a spaceship in there i'm like i've never had any of the these amenities in a car you ever. should see me getting into people's cars i'm like how do i turn the air on yeah and it's like it's so stupid of me to say i, I drive a 2007 trailblazer right. but it's i have the one two three yeah. knob and like uh -huh. people actually and i still have the color hot cold yes so when i get into someone's car and you can actually change like the temperature dial mm -hmm. And there's all these buttons. There's no knobs. It's buttons. Yeah, it's I'm like, all buttons. Yeah. What am I? Can you turn the air on for me? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. They, they are nice though, man. It's, you know, like I yeah. said, I drive a bunch and it's like being in a spaceship, you know, you, and you're just flying down the road at 80 miles an hour. I mean, if you're flying down the road at 80 miles an hour in this Nova, you better be like on it. Like, yep. you better know who's like half a mile ahead of you and you know absolutely you better know how to which which way you're gonna you know bail out those cars now they just stop on a dime i was gonna say they have the sensors yeah, they will know man. when they're getting close to something Dude, it's someone so. they tell me if there's someone in my blind spot you yeah know what i mean this i'm like you, you know you have i have the same exact <laughs> rear view mirror or the little side mirror and you're like looking at that thing like doing a dance trying to yeah. see who's all around you sometimes it's <laughs> just like not even worth it looking in that no. rear view mirror yeah it's so small <laughs> it's but, so tiny and then but. i don't have the one on the passenger side i don't know if you i didn't and okay. i put one on there oh okay i, I put it on there because i was like ah, it evens it out i was like eh. yeah i know some of the purists will be mad at me but whatever <laughs> i think it was an option though so i think uh, it's not that bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> to my knowledge, it's uh, it was an option, but yeah. I don't know. I like, I got used to it without my passenger side mirror. So. Right. Now my old my old truck it only has one mirror. Yeah. Yeah, I only have one mirror okay. on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm used to the one mirror, but it just it just to me it balanced it out, and I was like, ah, I'll just throw it on the other side, you know. So I just drilled They're, right into that nice yeah. new paint, and I was like, hope it doesn't crack. <laughs> oh, hope I don't mess anything up here. That's exactly right, yes. I mean, they're good-looking mirrors. Like, they are. I keep talking about styling, but, I they mean, are. it's not like a big, hunky, like the Cutlass has those big, hunky side yes. mirrors. Yeah. It but just that, looks like any side mirror to yeah, me, but. That was the style. On the Nova, you got this cute little round mirror yeah. with the Chevy bow tie on it. So cool. what what is, like, your ultimate build? If someone, you know, just gave you, like, 150 grand, and they were like, Hey, look, you have your Nova already. You have your Cutlass already. They're, and they're like, you can just go build something cool that you really like. Oh, <laughs> I probably have to sit down for like a week to think about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. 
I don't, I've never actually thought about it. You're like me, you don't discriminate on what car, just as long as it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're giving me a lot of money, so. Yeah. 150, yeah. I'm probably, even though maybe that's not using the money wisely, but I'd probably look for a 66 Chevelle. Okay, why the 66? I like the 66. Oh, they're just, I mean, I love 70s, don't uh -huh. get me wrong. Yep. I'll say that's probably my favorite Chevelle, sure. but 66s are just that long body style, yes. those front lights, the just the roundness. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, it's just. Now, the si I'm trying cool. to think, the 66 does have that little peak in the back with the windows, correct? Or is it the 65? I think that's the 65. 65, okay, yeah. But don't 65. quote me, yeah. because. Yeah, they're good looking rigs though, yeah. man. Especially when they're drop down low and they're sitting real nice. I mean, that thing was like a weapon going down the road. They're getting you know? hard to find. I know. So that's why I was like, well, if you're giving me that kind of money, yeah, I'm look for that. <laughs> that's what you're gonna buy. That or maybe I would look for a '55 Chevy. Okay, '55. Yeah. yeah, you like the shoe boxes? Because uh, yeah, or the Tri Fives. Or the Tri Fives. Yeah. Tri Fives. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I know everyone loves that car, and it's just so iconic. Yeah, but, but I think I uh, guess that's why I love it too. But I think again, a lot of those older guys, they're they're kind of phasing out of this. I don't think a lot of the younger people like those too much anymore. You know? I mean, I don't know, and I'm sure someone else immediately <clears throat> is already rattling this off as they're listening to us, mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of them probably got cut up rotten or, oh, yeah. you know, abandoned and well, crushed. Well, they big into the street rods, right? So, you know, you're, you're, you know, if you built a street rod in the 80s or 90s, it's 80s or 90s technology in a 55, and now you have to either modernize it or just live with the 90s technology and all the billet and everything that came in those yeah. cars back then with the styling, you know? I mean, you probably think about that at that time, how many were they producing, yeah. right? But then that number is shrinking every year. Yeah. But I, I was looking for them probably before I got my Cutlass. And okay. I was like, I can't, I could afford this, but I don't want to afford right, this type thing. Right. You're buying a rot now, a, a rotted out uh, body for, <clears throat> right. you know, double, triple the price of something else. Yeah. So, uh, two door, four door, two door, two door, gotta be two door. See, I'm not a diehard two door fan. Okay. Um, All right. I would do a two door and a 55 Chevy. But I've looked at some things before, and I've been like, oh, it's like a four-door? Like, all right. Like, I would do it. And then everyone's like, you, you're going to buy a four-door Chevelle. Like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, well, why not? Like, yeah. It's got some extra doors for the back seat. Hey, like, man. <laughs> like, the older I get, the more I want a four-door. Like, I do. Like, I think the four-doors are cool. I mean, we, me and my buddy Larry talked about this, I don't know, probably eight, nine years ago. We're like, man, we can get, like, those four-doors at, like, half the price. I was going to say, you get like, them, nobody, everyone calls them the bastard cars, yeah. so nobody wants them, so they're super cheap. And then Boris, up at Street Machinery, and when I was talking with him, I think it might have been on the podcast, it might have been off when we were talking afterward. He's like, uh, he goes, if you buy the right four-door, like Impalas and things like that, he goes, you can get the same money for a two-door as you can a four-door. He's like, as long as it's built correctly, oh, wow. like people like the four-doors. Mm. Like, so, I mean, you know, don't don't ever take the four-door out of the uh, equation. Yeah. Now, there are some four-doors I will not do. Like, a Nova four-door, it's a little wonky. Like, it just... <laughs> I guess I'll give you that. It's I know, even if I said wonky. a four-door Chevelle, I was like, ooh, maybe, maybe not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, there, like, a Caddy or something like that? Yeah, a Caddy. Like oh, four-door Caddy? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. All day. Yeah, yeah. I think Jake... I'm, I'm not a two-door, like... Die hard. Die hard. Okay. So, it depends on the car, but I'm, I'm up for four-doors. Yes, yeah. Especially if it's a cruiser and you're trying to throw people oh, in the back. Yeah, yeah. So, Just think about all the people you can throw back there and all the space you have in the back. Yeah. Like it gives urban. you that extra space as well. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's how I feel. And then you don't have to get people in and out and you just it's a whole different thing. So four door, people, get on it. 
Yeah. Five more four doors. Maybe I should do a pod. <laughs> I'll try to find a cool four door podcast yeah. and be able to be able to get a guy on here with a, a cool four door that everybody can look at. You know what I mean? So, that would be cool. So anything outside of drag racing? Do you like, you know, like air rides, street rides, or are you just like the muscle look? Just. Um. That's a really good question. Why, why am I the way I am? Um, <laughs> well, look, like I said, everything in this garage has drag slicks. Yeah. So obviously, y'all like to go fast in a straight line. We do. And you're all set up, and it's tucked, and it looks muscular. Everything in here looks like it's going to rip your face off. Yeah. You know? I mean, I do. I love that tough, mean look. Um, I love big, fat tires in the back. I love low cars. I mean, I'm not against... Like, I was talking about bagging my Trailblazer at one okay. point. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, obviously, I did lower it. Or not obviously... For those who don't know, I lowered it last year, um, and I just did like a spring strut setup. Sure. So Probably nothing. A lot, a lot I didn't better. even do coilovers. Like I just. <laughs> you don't have to go coilovers. That, yeah. Those things are nice just the way they are. Yeah, and now it's lowered truck yeah. SUV, so it does ride a little harder, but it's not. You know, it's to be expected, I feel like. It's still yeah, very but enjoyable. Have, but now you're telling everybody you got a little style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not only do I have a pretty, pretty cool, rare car, but now it's got a little style on it. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's, you said, uh, underrated. Absolutely. Yes. People look at the Trailblazer SS and they just think it's yeah. a Tahoe, a Suburban. It's any old SUV, especially yeah. to a non-car person, right? Like, they look at it, they don't care about it yeah. at all. I like weird, obscure cars, though. Yeah. cars though you know like stuff that was like one-off built that like not a lot of people i like, really appreciated yeah like i really like those cars like like i said your trailblazer is one of them that's one of those weird cars like the cyclone remember the s you know the yes. cyclone and the, mm -hmm. the uh what was the typhoon yep the s10 and the blazer like those cars are so cool and no one remembers them that's, and they're so cool they're so know? underrated as well very underrated all-wheel drive i was looking <laughs> for um a cyclone probably five years ago uh -huh. obviously it never happened but it's like you said like you just yeah. don't see them they're so underrated yeah, yeah these guys are so cool these guys are putting all-wheel drive systems in these cars and like they're just i mean these things are awesome dude, yeah you know and i mean i've seen the s10s here probably over the past year kind of start appreciating not so much the 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 typhoon or the cyclone but just that era of s10 all of a sudden like has taken off and i don't i yeah. think i don't know if it's the obs trucks are now becoming so outrageously priced that now everybody's like okay well i can get an s10 for like three thousand dollars and it's yeah. just as cool as that you know so i hope those cars come back yeah you know i follow a cool. couple pages that like are a registry for them and they're i mean this guy's building them out there they just nobody, nobody likes them <laughs> i don't i mean i thought that i don't get it i just think they have a certain it's certain people like you and me who like yes. them like they're not yes. for everybody You're right. and i even see that with a trailblazer like I, i'll post the nova up on my page and it gets all the attention in the world i post a trailblazer and people are scrolling by. i know people are scrolling by like they're just like what what do you what this is, is this? a black suv who cares yeah <laughs> but That's it's such funny. a sleeper though like yeah. people don't people do underestimate it um but it's fun it is fun know? right yeah and you it's have like that power for you every day yeah whenever and, and it is it's just sitting out and everybody's like oh i don't i don't know what that is i have no clue what and that i is. tow with it so people oh, are always yeah, look at me go. like i'm crazy yeah but it's got the motor for it. Tows it, real, you know? it tows real well. I mean, <laughs> even lowering it, I used it to trailer to Ocean City, Maryland. Sure. Towed the Nova on my open car trailer. Um, now, I did put bags in the back. Mm -hmm. um, just Helpers. Yeah. Helper bags. Yeah, nothing yeah. crazy. Um, but it towed like a champ. Nice. So I felt real cool. Lowered nice. SUV with the Snova behind it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, people don't think it can tow, but I mean, I would never tow anything more than that, but right, right, it right. does the job. Yeah. So. So what is uh what's like the driving experience like when you're you know driving these cars like how you know I always talk about like I when I drive my old truck it's very mechanical it's very like that experience is like I feel like I'm like a farmer and then <laughs> I get in like my Nova or my Chevelle and like I feel like I'm like some like 70s dude you know driving around what's what's like your experience like when you're driving this um I mean for the Nova it just kind of feels like you're back in time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have no power steering in this car. And mm -hmm. like I mentioned before, at one point I had the four speed Muncie. So it was like, this is a driver's car, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you want to relax, this is not the car, not for, the car you. for you. <laughs> if you're trying to back into a spot or you need yeah, to make the just... slightest K turn, you are <laughs> fucked. So um, I get the biggest kick out of going to car shows and backing in and people are like, oh my God, she's got no power steering because yeah. they can see me yeah. turning the steering wheel a thousand times to try to get in the spot. But I get in it and they're just like, holy crap. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm sure you get this a lot. And I'm gonna, I, I think this is like a softball question. Is oh, no, there go a, ahead. Is there... A lot of guys, you get out of the car and they go, oh, cool car. And then they're going and asking your boyfriend or your, they're asking, like, is it your dad's car or something like that? All the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yep. They can't believe you did it. <laughs> they're, and, and I get it, right? Because uh -huh. it's like we talked about earlier. If you don't grow up with a sister sure. or um, a mom or you don't get older and have a girlfriend or a wife that's into cars, it's so foreign to you. Mm -hmm. So to see a girl in a car, it's like, you you just automatically think it's it's got to be her brother's car, her dad's car, or her boyfriend's car. Yeah. But it's not and hers. I'm sure you have a couple of lines <laughs> to put people in their place for it, right? That are already in your head. You're like, oh, look at this guy right here. He's about to just grill me. <laughs> it just I think it's just like every single time up to my boyfriend. Nice mm -hmm. car. It's hers. No way. Yep. And then they start talking to me about it, and then they just yes. can't believe what I have to say. So, yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't. I think I've ever driven this car anywhere where anyone thought it was mine. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you need to get like a, yeah, like you need to use like an old school NASCAR and put your name on the side, like right there. You know what I mean? Like right where you're driving. I actually have like a pink little decal that says Nova Girl and it's got the there body go. line of the Nova See? on it. And I said I was going to put it on this car. I'm not a big sticker person at right. all. Um, but I said I was going to put it on this car, and then yeah. I, I never did. There you so. go. Um, <laughs> they would know. Maybe I will. They, they probably, probably would still ask. Still, yep. still ask. You're Absolutely. right. They would just blow right so. over that right there. But it, it ties back in with, like, the gender norms and, yes. and breaking what's what should be a boy's and what should be a girl's. Right. So I do think at the end of the day, especially because I work with youth and I, I try to do a lot of female empowerment stuff for That's the good. teenage girls um, to have their own voice, you know, it makes me feel special or makes me feel good that I get out and some guy does not think it's mine yeah. and that I can be like, oh no, it is mine. Yeah. Girls can like this stuff. Yeah. So. Well, that's what Jen, you know, when I asked her, you know, why she was bodybuilding, because there's always a reason why, right? There's a reason why you, you know, you want to yeah. do this. And I, you know, I said, well, you know, why do you want to do this? Cause you know, up until a few weeks ago, like we'd always competed together in like lifting and some CrossFit and things like that. And I always thought like, oh, she, you know, was doing it, you know, just to, to hang out or she really liked it and yeah. really like pushing herself. But yeah, she, you know, she came out and was like, yeah, you know, I want to empower like women to be strong and like be, be okay with a strong body. You know what I mean? Not yeah. that she's like mass, she's not huge or massive, like no, 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 yeah. big girls, but 
you know, she's in really good shape, you know, huge legs. And like, she just, you know, wants to let people know like, hey, like you can do this too. Like I'm a mom. Like, yeah. I, we so have, cool. we, we're, we're not like uber rich. Yeah. Like we go make it happen. You know what I, I mean? I love that. Yeah. You know, and I mean, she, when she, you know, sat down and told me that, I thought, you know, I, she was going to be like, I just, you know, really like pushing myself in the gym and want to see. And that is a part of it, right? Yeah. But yeah, I think there's a bigger picture, you know, of, hey, you know, I want, I want to let women know that even though you're 34, 35 years old and you have a kid, like, you can still do this. Yeah, like. <laughs> I like that, too. Because there is such a big, uh, I don't know, I want to call it a stereotype, but mm -hmm. there is such that big thought that once you have kids, it's harder. I mean, it is harder to keep your body right. up, but that you don't need to anymore. So right, yeah. That's cool that she does that. But I get a lot of that, um, like she mentioned, or you mentioned, like, mm -hmm. she's not big, big. Mm -hmm. Right. So like every girl is afraid to not every a lot of women are afraid mm -hmm. to get into weightlifting because they think they're going to look like a man. Yes, that's. And it actually makes me so happy that I was just saying this to somebody else. Fitness has blown up in the last couple oh, years. Huge. Like yeah. that was another thing I thought if I never had made this car page, I hope that like old me would have made a fitness page. Oh, because yeah. I've been lifting since I was probably 20. Sure. So. It, it's the same thing. Like girls are afraid to get into it because they mm -hmm. don't want to look like a man, but it's really not like that. Right. It's not like that at all. And I mean. now girls these days, you know, they're they're lifting so they have big legs. It's yeah. all about the booty, building yep. that big butt shelf. So yep. it's like, yep. It that's very feminine, and a lot of men, you know, like that. Or, yeah, or I mean, that's her category. Like that, She's in wellness, know? so that's her category, you know. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, the first time I saw her squat in three fifteen for ten, I was like, oh my god, like that's. Like, that's some serious weight. That really is. I mean, that's that's big weight, yeah. you know? And um, it's, uh, you know, it, it is, I think it's very empowering because she does get a lot of women who ask her, like, hey, can you train me? And she's like, well, I'm not a trainer. Like, you can go talk to my trainer, you yeah. know, and she can, you know, give that out, you know? And I think at some point she'd like to go do that. But, you know, it's, uh, she has turned a lot of people on to it, you know? That's good. And, uh, you know, we've been fortunate enough to, you know, we both played, you know, college sports, so we've always been into lifting, you know, like, yeah. like yourself, you know. So we have that background and we have we, we have that knowledge. It wasn't like we just woke up one day and we're like, hey, want to go lift some weights and, you know, get in stupid, ridiculous shape, yeah. you know. But yeah, you're right. That I mean, that whole fitness industry is like, it's just massive now. It's kind of cool to see. It is. It's very cool to see. And it's also like, cool to see the BSers versus the, the people who are really doing that it, right? That too, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, there there's some some people out there that are BSing. So. They, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that one. Yeah. But no, it's uh, it's good. I, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm happy that, you know, more women are getting into this and that I still appreciate these cars, you know, and to push the next generation kind of through because I yeah. think, you know, the way the world's going, all the stereotypes have been broken down now, you know? So, I mean, you can do whatever you want, yeah. you know? And, I mean, I think everybody's perfectly fine with whatever you want to do, you yeah. know? I mean, if you want to go race these cars all day long and then go get out it. and wear a dress and go out to dinner, yep. hey, man, every, we're all cool. Everybody's cool with that, you know what I mean? Whereas probably back in the 80s and 70s, that probably wasn't a thing, you yeah. know? So... I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> it really is. Well, you watch all those documentaries of like the female racers back in the 60s, 70s, mm -hmm. 80s, and it was like, oh my God, we have a female racing with us. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, oh. like Danica Patrick, right? When she yeah. got into NASCAR, it was like people's heads like exploded. Like, I can't believe Danica's going to race in NASCAR. It's like, yeah, she's a really good race car driver and drove Indy cars, which are far superior to these these NASCARs that you have right now. So I think she's going to be okay. They're like, 
well, is she going to be able to rub and race and bump? I'm like, pretty sure she can do that. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> the, the mindset is so crazy, you know, to hear, you know, back in the day versus yeah. now of, like, oh, yeah. how men think about women or how women think about themselves. Mm -hmm. yes. So it's good to, to be able to see women doing, quote-unquote, male-dominated yeah. activities. Because Absolutely. They're only male dominated because women haven't been in them or yes. we weren't allowed to do it or you Yeah, know. which is weird, right? Yeah, the whole deal where you couldn't couldn't do it. I play a lot of golf and there's even clubs now that still don't allow women to play wow. on their golf course. I'm Isn't shocked. that wild? That's I wild. I would never imagine. It's some of these older, like very historic wow. like courses, you know. Yeah. It's yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, history plays such a big part in everything. It and does. We're still just unwinding the oh, ties yeah. and the Absolutely. constraints that we all had on us at some point. So Absolutely. But, yeah. yeah, and I think it's weird. You know, like I said, I follow Erica quite a bit, and her sister is her, you know, obviously her biggest supporter and kind of her sidekick slash PR girl. Mm. And, I mean, you should see some of the comments on her stuff. It's like... It's so ridiculous, and her sister's just in there just handing, handing them out, man. You know what I mean? I'm like, good for you, man. Good for you. Just you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, you know what I absolutely. Mean? So, yeah. But it's awesome. Uh, anybody you want to shout out to or anything like that before we, before we wrap it up? Um, man, <laughs> I always so like to open shopping. that up to anybody. Yeah, they want to be like, oh, yeah, I want to say hi to my mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say thanks to everyone for listening yeah, who absolutely. will take the time to listen. Yeah. Um, and just thank you to everybody I've met along the way and everyone who's helped me and supported me, whether it's been here in my garage or um, it's been online. Yeah. You know, my online uh, friends and that group has been very helpful to me, whether sure. they know it or not. Mm -hmm. um, so just want to shout out all those people. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Um, we tried to do this for a long time now. Yeah. Like COVID got in the way and then life got in the way and... I'm you glad know. it finally worked out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I rarely come to this part of kind of the state, you know what I mean? So it is nice to come over here and see what's going on, you know, so. Welcome. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, know I, I told Jen, I was like, we're going to have to get like a trailer and start trailing cars to like these different places and hanging out, you know. That would be cool to do. Yeah. Actually. I know. To well, do meet up spots and. Yeah. I mean, you know, I met a lot of these, these truck guys. They like to go over to Ohio because that's where they do like good guys and stuff like that. Oh, so they'll yeah. cruise, they'll cruise to Ohio. Um, but how many cruise to the east for some reason? I don't know. How far are you from Ohio? Uh, oh, like. I just said that weird. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I live in the corner, like, West Virginia, Ohio, PA. Oh, okay. Everything is, like, 20 minutes from me. Okay. But, like, Columbus is probably a good three. So okay. they'll cruise. Like, a, a three-hour cruise is a pretty good cruise. Okay. Say, that's pretty far. That so, is. That's a long cruise. So they take the cars. <laughs> yeah, they'll go out to Columbus wow. and hang out for a couple of days and then drive back. So I, I'd like to do more of that where I get to go to some different places and cruise my car around. Yeah. You know, instead of, like old Pennsylvania, you know? No, so. <laughs> I think, I don't know if maybe that's my goal for the Nova or that's my goal for a future car, but I want to build something drivable. Mm -hmm. um, it has like always been my dream to go out to parts, of, if not parts of the whole Route 66. I think a lot of people have that dream. Yes. Um, but I've just always been so obsessed with it. Yeah. And I go out there for work. The and, Americana uh, I, around yeah. it. I just want to travel and stay at all the little old hotels. and. Yes. I'm probably, I think that's like a whole summer trip. So when I built my Nova, I had the same 
thing. I was like, I want it for reliability. I want it to be a cruiser that I can take across country. And it turned into just this monstrosity that it's not that. <laughs> but I think more and more guys are doing that now. JP is building one for sure. I just saw oh, that wow. he's, he announced that he's going to build a cruiser that he can cruise across the country. Yeah. I think my truck, you know, my, my 59 is built good enough to be able to go back and forth uh, across. I think more and more people are wanting to do that now. You know what I mean? Be able it's, to cruise in an old car. That yeah. Um, I went out to California, or mm -hmm. I should say the West Coast, yeah. years ago, again, before COVID. I hate that I keep saying that. Yeah. But, um, but we have to. I mean, that's, yeah. that's some of the unfortunate part. You got to say that, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, it is. I mean, it's, it's going to be a part of your life forever. It will. That's the it's unfortunate part. It's a moment in history now. It is a moment but in history. Uh, I flew out to Portland and then rented a car, and I mm -hmm. drove literally down the coast. Yeah, PCH. Yeah. The whole freaking coast from, well, actually... I went up to, um, oh my gosh, why is my mind blanking? Washington? Where are the goodies from? S is this Spoke? No, not no. Spokane. Oh my gosh. Uh, wow. I know what you're talking about. Everyone's yeah. going to hate me. All I the Goonie fans are screaming <laughs> at me right now. Wow. But anyway, we went up north a little bit because um, I, I wanted to see mm -hmm. where the Goonies was filmed. So I had to go there and then drove all the way down to L.A. So I wish that I had kind of spent more time around L.A., mm -hmm. um, just, you know, Malibu and all that. Yeah, it's gorgeous. But... It just, once you, you don't realize, for me, that was my first trip out mm -hmm. west. It was my first trip to California, so I didn't realize, people warned me, but how uh, North California is very foresty. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's not until you get down to around Los Angeles that you start seeing the beaches and the mm -hmm. palm trees and all that kind of stuff. So I'd wish that we kind of spent more time down there. Yeah. So I've been talking about going back out, but like, how cool would it be to have your Nova or oh, yeah. some sort of classic car to be doing that adventure on? So we, so I'll, I'll tell you, bef I should say before COVID too, this was, so this is, I don't know, three years ago, we were going to ship all of our trucks from Houston on a big container mm. out to LA and we were going to do that. That's so we idea. knew, yeah, we knew uh, some guys in LA with, with some cool shops. We were going to hang out with them for a couple of days and then drive PCH. Uh, up to San Francisco and oh, then nice. like stop along the way, have beers yeah. and food and everything. And I mean, be able there's to a lot of beautiful trip. things to see on that coast too, I know. big store and all that. I know. Um, and then it just, you know, the, like you said, the COVID deal hit and it was just like, we can't do any of this, you know? So yeah, that's a big trip for that. The one thing is. I also think is really, we're talking about that is, uh, there's a group out there that started doing cruising PCH and they were doing the big quarantine cruises. Oh so I think yeah. They've done right. like 15 of them now. Yeah. I always share their, people probably think I'm crazy, but I always yeah. share their flyers when they post <laughs> sure. them. Yeah. They're like Christina, you're in New Jersey and you're posting for California, right. but I just think it's super cool. Yeah, yeah, and all those locals are doing that. Yes. But, um, Astoria, Oregon is the name yeah. of the town. I couldn't remember. Okay. There it is. I'm redeeming myself here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But yeah, I also thought like, Oh, I, I could fly out to California and then maybe, I mean, I don't know anybody out there, but maybe yeah. I could. Oh yeah. There's plenty of people. Everybody's link so up, nice bring some there. friends. We could try to link up with somebody out there. Yeah. They that's, could. yeah, that's the, the best way to go. I mean, the car community, as we all know, well, can be very yes. hospitable. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we could find somebody who would. Oh, I'm positive. <laughs> like to, uh, There's a lot of guys out have there. Have us cruise in the, not just me as a woman, but I'm bringing yeah. men. I'm bringing men. Yeah, so. bring <laughs> guys, my brothers, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you ever go over to Hershey or anything like that? Uh, I really don't. Yeah. Um, I haven't either. So I, I was just asking. Yeah. I know a lot of a lot of, a lot of uh, people from Pittsburgh. They go over to Hershey and do the Hershey deal, and you know, for I should look into that. <clears throat> it's a little far, I think. I yeah. haven't been out to Hershey in a long time. Yeah, it's. 
I don't know, probably two, two, three, maybe three hours. I want to say you, it's so. two hours from here, but yeah. I'd be lying. Yeah. Because I just made that up all the yeah, time. Yeah, throw it off the trailer and the trailer <laughs> and go out there. But yeah, I mean, they always doing like weird, you know, specialized, you know, car shows there all the time. You yeah. know, so there's always like an import show or a truck show <coughs> or classic car show or something. So I was like, I need to get out there. You know, I just need to get out more. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I go sure. to the same little local ones around me and I, I like cruising local, but I need to get out and like do some of the, uh, the bigger ones and really get the car out and, you know. Yeah. Stretch its legs a little bit. Absolutely. I think that's kind of one of my goals for the Nova, and that's sort of why I mentioned an LS swap uh -huh. for it is because I would like to go drive it four, five, six hours away and sure. not, yeah, you not know, worry about it. Mm -hmm. It's not even not to worry about it, but to have this small block geared the way it is on the highway. Oh, you're yeah. doing 70 miles an hour and screaming at it's you. Screaming <laughs> and now don't get me wrong, like things things are not like they were with the Muncie. Right. But it's still like it's stoplight to stoplight car. Yeah. It's like mine. <laughs> yeah. I mean I can take it you know an hour away to the shore, absolutely, sure. but um Yeah, I guess I'd yeah, like yeah, to build something a little bit better. Yeah. Vintage airs in is on the tip of my tongue yep. all the time now getting some air conditioning in this car yes <laughs> so air conditioning reliability that i can get in this car and drive it oh absolutely four five six hours away yeah my nova won't have it in there because i shaved the, the <coughs> firewall so it'll oh, never no. have it'll never have <coughs> never have that but my my chevelle that i'm i'm doing is definitely gonna have ac in it like yeah i got a little taste of it in my uh my truck and i'm like i gotta have ac now like it's just so much nicer you know you can take it to dinner, you can take it to work, and you're yes. not showing up with sweat all over your back. Yes. And <laughs> I had so much fun driving this around for four days in Ocean City, Maryland, but just getting back in the trailblazer and clicking that AC oh, on was like... so nice, right? Oh, it's so nice. Thank God. <laughs> we always, when we were cruising down in Texas, we always brought like two or three shirts because everywhere you go, you had to change your shirt off and like get it nice and dry for the next stop. <laughs> I was just talking about that to somebody else. So this is a black on black car with no air conditioning. Even now when it's, you know, 70, 80 mm -hmm. degrees, I will not sit on those seats without a towel. I don't, you know, as a woman, you're yeah. wearing shorter shorts. Sure. You know, you're wearing a little tank top or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. So you're sweating. Yeah. Now you're sticking <laughs> to these seats, right? And they're hot. <laughs> they're hot. So then you get out of the car to go back in it. You're going to burn yourself. Yeah. So I always have to have like a blanket or a towel. And then, like you said, depending on where I'm going, mm -hmm. If it's the middle of the summer, I got a whole outfit change yeah. once I get there because my whole back will be soaked. Yeah, yeah. So. We took my 66 <laughs> to a Memorial Day party uh, uh, two weeks. Was it last weekend? When was Memorial Day? Was it last weekend? It was two weekends Maybe two weekends me. ago. We took it, and it's literally five minutes from my house. And Jen's like, she's like, I, I want to bring another outfit. I'm like, no. I was like, we're going to be okay. It's not that hot outside. We had all the windows open, everything open. Yep. And I mean, heads. we got right to the edge and she was like, I'm starting to sweat. I'm like, we're all, we're there. We're here. We're here. Like, get out, go, go in the AC, run. <laughs> I feel you the know? pain. On I the way like... home, she was fine. She was not worried about it. Yeah. But on the way there, you know, you want to look your best when you show oh, up. Oh, absolutely. So. <laughs> you don't want to sweat. As a woman, you don't want to sweat your curls yeah. out and sweat your makeup off. Yeah, and she's you. like, I'm going to smell like gas when I get there. I'm like, no, it's Oh, I didn't even think you about know. that part. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she's so. right on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't want to have to wash my hair later and everything. So I was like, okay, we'll be all right. So, uh, well, cool. This was great. This was awesome. Thank you so much oh, for thanks. having me out here. Thanks this, for uh, making the drive. And yeah, I'm going to take a bunch of pictures and... Uh, <clears throat> put it up on the website you know uh, yeah. everybody can can find it radridespodcast.com and uh i hope to have it out on sunday i think that's okay yeah yeah I think that's pretty reasonable i tell everybody like sunday 
and I'll do it on a Friday. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I'm going to have to wait till like Wednesday because oh, yes. I got to sit down and like writing the, the article and, you know, editing the pictures is the hardest part. Oh. The podcast, I don't edit. I just okay, put an I intro. Like... I put an intro and an outro. That's it. So what you what you uh, what you said is what you get on here. Uh, you know I was gonna I mean? say. I was like, I hope he doesn't have to edit this because I talk a lot, and I know no. we've been talking for a long time. No, so well, no, I apologize no. to everybody. But. No, no, they're as long or as short as you want. That's what I always tell everybody. So true. you know, we'll find out. But thank yeah. you so much. This was yeah. great. Um, I can't wait for you to build this cutlass out here. Yeah. I can't wait uh, for everybody to listen to this. You know what I mean? And because uh, I'm sure you're gonna get some great feedback on it so i hope so sorry if i offended anyone with anything <laughs> oh no you I'm, I'm a rambler you've been, so. G, you've been pg compared to some other people <laughs> oh <on> no here, so. <laughs> i don't like to get too controversial that's but, right awesome. uh if i didn't answer anything i guess people can hit you yeah i was about to say yeah 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 where, where can they find you at and all that good stuff um, so just on instagram bsx nova i mean that's really the only mm -hmm. way to be as in boy bench yeah. Or bullshit. Bullshit or bench seat. <laughs> yeah. X, X body Nova. Yes. So yes. no spaces or underscores or numbers. Just Very easy, simple. Yep. Um, um, Facebook I, or anything? or I'm not on Facebook. Okay. Right. Yeah. I talked about it a couple times, but it's just another page to take care of. Yes, and I agree. I, agree. I, like, I really like to uh, answer questions and mm -hmm. comments and things. So I just didn't want to have to take on something else yep. that I wouldn't fully. Just keep it on one. Some people maybe listening to this already know I'm the, you know, <laughs> I am the worst at messaging. So I probably have people who are still like waiting for an answer in a DM sure. that I just have not got to. Yeah. Um, so the easiest way to catch me is literally go to my Instagram and comment on a picture and I will see that and I will respond to yes. it. Um, so awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no TikTok or anything like that. No, yeah, I, I don't do it either. I can't, I can't get into it. I want to get into it, yeah. but I'm not a video person. Right. Um, and that's something I feel like not to talk for another 20 minutes, no, but you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, that I feel like, I don't want to say Instagram trained me, but I'm, I've always been a photography girl. I've mm -hmm. always been into taking pictures of stuff. Um, videos just aren't my thing. And so if I do a project, if I think the car looks great, the first thing I'm gonna do is snap a picture. So now nice. TikTok is this whole video-based thing. Yes. <laughs> and it's like throwing me off and now I'm trying to have to relearn um, documenting things yeah. and trying to video stuff. Right. So I've gotten a little bit better with that for Instagram, um, but it's still, it's not there yet for sure. a TikTok, I think. Sure. So awesome. we're just going to keep it to Instagram for now. I like it. I like it. It's, <laughs> keep it simple. You know what yeah. I mean? Keep it simple. So I like it. So, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, keep us updated on yes. uh, not only the Nova, but the uh, the Cutlass. And, the uh, Cutlass is going to have a lot of updates. Yeah, in, and, uh, so. and your Trailblazer, too. So yeah. People got people to gotta know. So, I mean, last question, and Go then ahead. we're going to get off. What color are you going to paint the Cutlass? Oh, I mean, so I really I mean, wanted another black Black, color. black. <laughs> I really like the color black, um, but I'm... Think, I'm gonna put it out there. Okay. Maybe this will hold me to it. I'm looking yeah. at like a cherry red, like a okay. dark cherry red. Okay. Yeah. Put it on Instagram. See what everybody thinks. Yeah. Maybe they'll. I was originally gonna go with like a pearl white, and yeah. then I saw this color on a car, and I was like, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. some good ones out there. Lexus has a really nice one. Toyota has a really yeah. nice one. Uh, there's a lot of really nice reds out there right now. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thanks so for great. having me. Yeah. 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 For sure. 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, again, thank you so much to Christina for inviting me over to come check out her shop and uh, check out everything that she's doing over there uh, with her and her boyfriend. Uh, I had such a great time. I, I hope you really like this podcast. Uh, I hope to do more like this. Uh, again, I really like to get a sense of you know the, the people behind the cars, and really that's what this podcast was all about. Uh, I really enjoyed it. You know, Christina really uh, opened up and uh, let us know everything that kind of goes on in her life from day to day and uh, give you a little behind the scenes uh, of what goes on, uh, you know, with everything that she's doing. So I, I thank you so much for that. Uh, I really had a good time. Uh, again, you can find her on Instagram at BSXNova. You can get on the website, www.radridespodcast.com. You can check out all of the pictures and all of the, uh, the write-up that I did. And uh, please, again, if you're on Spotify or you're on Apple or any one of the big ones, please get on there and uh, rate and review because, uh, again, that's how this gets bumped up. Uh, I have some great podcasts here coming up. Uh, I've already had like two or three guys who have reached out to me. Uh, we have a, a nice little schedule set, so uh, we should be getting uh, one of these out every probably two or three weeks, which is great. Uh, hardcore summertime, so I really like it. But thank you so much to everybody for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time.